0: Dude, I'm glad you could be here. I'm
1: glad you invited me. This yeah, is great. Yeah, this is fun, man. Heck yeah, I'm looking
0: forward to this. Anytime we can hang out and talk is uh, is always a good time. Always, always, always. Man. Heck yeah, we <laughs>
1: got <laughs> some great adventures.
0: <laughs> yeah, th- the adventures for sure. Uh, I remember, uh, was it Lights All Night 2019? Because we did two years at Lights All Night, didn't we? Yes, we did do two um, years. I think it was 2019. Uh huh. I was rolling really fucking hard man <laughs> i was like speaking so you saved my life man um I, w- I went to the bathroom i was like i gotta pee. i'm gonna pee my pants because you you know when you're rolling you're like we're not gonna drink alcohol we're just gonna drink water but i way over hydrated yeah to make sure i was gonna be okay and i'm like i gotta go take a piss so i, I leave <laughs> i'm lost dude there's like 80,000 people at this place i am like Oh, I don't know. I can't find anybody. I don't know where anyone went because I think you guys left where you were standing. And so mm-hmm. I called you up and I'm like, hey, man, like, <laughs> I really need some help, dude. I'm like, so lost. Can you come find me? And it was like 20 minutes, man, because we were trying to find each other because uh, yeah, it was, it was. It was a situation, but you saved my life. So thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> rejoin the group and i was like this is my guy this oh, yeah is the, this is the bro that's not gonna leave you leave you hanging at a concert like it's good not at all
1: <laughs> not at all yeah
0: that's <laughs> oh, cool well i'm glad you could brave the uh the traffic to get over here like what what happened what happened just normal dfw traffic you know yeah. people don't know how to drive
1: <clears throat> excuse me they're cutting you off, you know, without a turn signal.
0: Mm, God, that that's it, man, dude.
1: Me. At the last <laughs> second, they're like, oh, yeah. I'm going to get over. Oh, wait, you're like two inches from my butt. And you're about to hit me or I'm about to hit you. But no, no signal at all. Love hitting on your brakes and you're like. Rrr!
0: Yeah, the lack of stuff. signal in Texas is real, man. Well, it's, it's in DFW real, real. especially, yeah. Oh, man, it's
1: bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. I try not to get frustrated. I try, like, yeah, it's gonna happen every day.
0: I have a little game. I have a little game I'd do, like, if because I got the big van. Um, If I'm in the right lane, Mm -hmm. on the far right lane of the highway, because I know all the fast people want to go in the fast lane, so I respect that because I'm consider myself a courteous human. Hey, you got a Jaguar, you want to go? Get get after it, Corvette. Like whatever you want to do, but I'm in the far right lane, and so that means that all the merging people. That apparently have never been taught how to merge. They just they're in the merging lane Uh and then they just start drifting in front of me. I'm like, dude, I have a giant van. Do you know how long it takes me to break? (laughs) Like it's right. Turn on your fucking signal because some people will get on the highway into that merging lane and Uh then there's it's it stays. It's a lane that lasts for like a thousand feet. So you can stay in that lane and then exit. So you don't necessarily, I you're not necessarily getting on the highway and you're not merging into one of like the the traffic flow lanes. So right. if you don't, if you don't turn on your signal, I don't know what you're trying to do. And then they don't turn on their signal. They start drifting in front of me and I'm not going to change what I'm doing. I'm just going to keep on going. And then they honk at me and all this stuff. And I'm like, dude, you didn't turn your signal you don't get the right to honk at me. Right. The signal tells me is literally a signal to tell me that you want to get on the fucking highway. So That's why
1: they put it on the car. That's Apparently the- <laughs> people forget to hit the little switch. Wait, <laughs> what's this thing do? I have no clue, but it's supposed to flash and That's warn it. people that I'm getting over. Wait, I don't know I'm supposed to do that. I know you push up and down for which way I'm going.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they put it on the car. I love it. <laughs> That's what it's for. That's literally, it's legal. It's, and have car- you
1: heard that there was a cop that said, when you're merging onto the highway... He says, speed the fuck up because that's the point of it. You're supposed to come yeah. to the speed of the other people, not exactly s- make them slow down. to get you in. No, you're supposed to speed up and merge with them at that same speed. Yeah. I don't know why uh, people don't get a hundred
0: percent. That's it. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're trying to change into my lane going 45 miles an hour. I'm like, Dude, I'm going 65. Like you can't make me drop 25, 20 miles an hour. Yeah. No,
1: you can't do that. But I will say this is one exception. If it's an old lady, I, I kind of feel bad. I'm like, okay, I understand. You are you know, I, I mean, I know most people say, you know what? When yeah. you get to a certain age, you should, should do the driving test again to see if you can actually drive a vehicle, okay. which I understand that. I mean, yeah. if you want to put an age limit, maybe 70, that might be good. Just to see if they have their bearings and their wits down and Something. their eyesight's or just cognitive skills to be able to drive a car feel. i
0: don't know hey you worked your whole life you're at retirement and we're gonna give you the social security money <laughs> but before we do you're gonna there's a little test we want to have you have you take just a double check you know and we're gonna have you do this test every five years right maybe i i've never had a problem with Uh, elderly drivers Uh um, it's mainly just been that like they're slow and everything is just slower which isn't a bad thing there's not a necessarily in its base um, function there's nothing bad about an elderly a person driving slower Uh that is safer but there's a flow that we want on this highway right and don't mess up my flow man that's my whole thing all these traffic laws I don't care about all the traffic laws. My thing is I don't care how fast you're going or what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Don't mess up my flow. So if you're going to merge into my lane, you better catch up to whatever speed I'm going and go the same exact speed.
1: Right. That's I it. agree with you.
0: And if, and if I'm going to merge into your lane, I got to adjust to whatever speed that, that lane is. Mm-hmm. And I can't be so cocky and arrogant to think like, oh, the, 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 tra- the speed limit says 65, so I'm only going 65. Dude, we're all going eighty. We Always. live we live in Texas. The highways are big and wide. We're all going 80 miles an hour. Get with the fucking program or move over to the slow lane, man. It's literally a state law in Texas. Slow traffic move right. Right. You see those signs. It's a state law. This isn't you can get a ticket for this. Mm-hmm. Cops never give a ticket for this. I wish they cops, please. I know some cops. I know a few of you guys. Louisville, Dallas Police, Fort Worth. I know you guys from the Marine Corps. Please write some fucking tickets for guys that are going slow in the fast lane. Please. I
1: anyway. like that. I know my cops see. You. I'm going to shout to them too. Hey, Bedford, Ulysses, Fort Worth. Represent. <laughs> yeah,
0: we know some cops. Yes. Let's get all our cop friends together and be like, guys, what's the deal? Right? What are we doing? Why aren't we writing tickets for these slow ass fuckers in the fast lane? <laughs> I don't know. They need it. They yeah. need it. Yeah, what's up with this? I don't know. I don't know. How do you know? Um, you know, you, how do you know police?
1: Uh, one of my good friends from high school—that was my first running—that he went to be a was a detention officer. Okay. And that's how he became, you know, a cop he is now. So that's how I knew my first. My next door neighbor was a cop for Fort Worth, and then I have another friend or a girl that I kind of talked to and dated back in the day, and okay. then she became a, a little honey. Arlington, day. Arlington High School or Arlington Police Department guy person. Okay. And then. What was the last one? I'm trying to remember the last person. That was a... Anyways, I don't remember. So you but d- you dated a cop. Before she was a cop. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is... The... Remember that. Before <laughs> she became a cop. Yeah. She wasn't a cop at that time. But yes, we did date it for a while. That is an important distinction. It is. Because yeah. once she
0: became a cop, there's a different thing going on there. Right. Now, <laughs> let me
1: actually. So, you know cops. Do they ever yeah. take you to their field sobriety test, like testing? Did you ever get to do that? No, <laughs> you don't know what that is. So they, well, like, I
0: know what that is, but yeah, they're not. Yeah, they get you drunk on it. purpose.
1: Oh, really? No, yeah. So the first time I went with my best friend when he was oh. when he first in Ulysses, we went to the Coors uh, factory down in Dallas. So they have a whole bar inside the Coors factory. So we got to drink as much as you wanted. You're supposed to get drunk. So then they do the <laughs> Phil sobriety test on you, and then he's you're he's you're his responsibility. Is he has to get you back home safely. Oh. So he drove us all back home, and he has to drop us off. So I got to do that three times. So my next time I went to him in Fort Worth fort worth is lit they give you hard liquor like i was drinking crown black What? <laughs> I, was, I got lit and Phil's writing tests again and then the girl that i dated to in arlington i went with her yeah. as well and that was you got your choice between liquor or beer or you could bring your own wine and i was like screw I'm gonna the liquor so i got liquor and got liquor and began and wow and it's funny like every single time i went never failed every cop was like can you come and sit down over here? You're just a little too tall. I can't see in your eyes. <laughs> Every single one, <laughs> like, because uh. they're shorter than me, so they're like, we can't see. So they're like trying to point the light in. And they're like, I, I can't see his eyes. He's, he's too tall. So I have to bend down. Or one tries, one person may sit on, on the top of a car. <laughs> so you person have an like, advantage over the I average have... person. Tall people have an advantage. That's really? Right. So
0: if you're drunk, they can't look in your eyes enough because you're well, so above them
1: that. As long as it's a cop that's not your equal height. <laughs>
0: Has to be shorter. Well, most yeah. most people. What are you, 6'4"? Six, six, six five? Six Jesus.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No cop is gonna be. There's like a handful out there, yeah. dude. So this is a sanctioned thing by the by the police department. Mm-hmm. They're like, we will get people drunk mm-hmm. so that our officers can watch these guys. Do you have to fill out any paperwork? Like, yeah, you the, do. Okay.
1: You gotta fill out paperwork, and it's basically like to get them to realize like how your eyes are supposed to vibrate when they're doing the the lights so when you stop. If you're drunk, your eyes won't focus, so they'll, like, kind of vibrate a little bit real quick and then settle in. So what? If you're, yeah, that's what they told me. It's like it's like a little vibration. So then if you're not drunk, it'll just stop immediately, and you're right there focused. So that's how you can tell.
0: Whoa. So yeah. this is not avoidable. Like, you can't, mm-hmm. no matter how, oh, I can hold my liquor, like, your eyes or, your mm, eyes can't hold their liquor.
1: Right. They'll give you away every single time. Wow. Wow. Well, well, that's, that's pretty cool, cool man. Yeah. No,
0: I had um. So yeah, I've known I've known a number of cops over the years from the Marine Corps because you got guys that get out of the, the the military and what's the transition? I mean, I'm used to holding a gun and yelling orders at people, <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, what am I going to do with my life? I'm not going to sit behind a desk, right? So, um, so yeah, I know a number of cops, and um, I know I've known dudes that are just in the patrol car. Know a SWAT guy, know undercover people, mm-hmm. like they're just. They they all venture into whatever avenues, but one dude, um, he was a warrant officer in the corps, and he was um, his main thing was the the roadside. Um, what do they call the roadblocks? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Or uh, not the the checkpoints. Yeah, checkpoints. Yeah. So we know a, there was a big event downtown. We know a bunch of people, like thousands of people, are going to be pouring out of this one road, mm. and so we're going to run a checkpoint. Yeah. And his whole thing was to identify. He was he was trained. There's different levels. He's like a level three guy or something. Where I don't know what the levels represent, but he was a level three guy, and it was that he could determine whether you were on alcohol, weed, cocaine, um, uh, like a bunch of different psychedelics. Like he can tell. His training was that so much so that he could tell that based on, um, he could tell what you were on based on your symptoms. Wow. It that, wasn't that he could tell that you were just inebriated. He could tell what you were on. I was like, damn, bro, okay. That's a skill. That well, is I, a like, skill, I want yeah. to know what the telltale
1: <laughs> signs of every single thing, the symptoms right. are for each drug or whatever, alcohol or whatever it is you're on.
0: Yeah, well, you said, the, the, you said the drunk thing is the eyes right. bounce with the, the light or whatever, so maybe there's a sign if you're on cocaine, <laughs> you're just a an asshole. I don't know. <laughs> and there's
1: white stuff on your nose. What? Yeah, there's why yeah.
0: <laughs> Sorry, officer. I was... Uh, Powdering my nose. <laughs> that's great. I was baking a cake over here. We were, uh, it was a good cake. Powdering sugar. <laughs> and this cake
2: is fucking good.
1: <laughs> oh, that's great. That's good, man.
0: Yeah, so it's cool. Um, I like, um, you know, I got a mixed feelings about the police, man, because I got friends that uh-huh. are cops, cool dudes. Mm-hmm. But then when I encounter a cop, I'm like, that I don't know, I'm like, You're a different human, man. You're not. You're not just a regular guy. You're acting really weird, and you're acting really like you're trying to get me in trouble. You're looking for something, man. And it's just like, come on, man. Just oh, I was going ten miles over the speed limit. Just who cares? You you know the deal, right? You know the deal, man. Like you're doing this all day. Come on, yeah. I had a guy, uh, one of my uh, platoon sergeants, in. uh, when When I was deployed in Iraq, he was a cop in New York, and we always know we always know hey there's some kind of quota that they're gonna give you a ticket, no matter what you did mm-hmm. because it's two hundred bucks for the city or something and so or whatever three hundred whatever the ticket cost is, right, however fast you were going and we always hear about that. Mm-hmm. this dude confirmed it. they literally have a quota that you gotta write so many tickets, so many dollar value mm-hmm. He was a cop in New York City. You got to write so many tickets per month to earn your keep. It's a literal thing. Do mm-hmm. a cop told me this face to face. He was telling cop stories to all of us. You so we know, we're just chilling out on days when we're not doing stuff. Right. And um, and he said one day they they they, they came down from the top. You know, from from heaven above, <laughs> whatever they said. No more tickets. The court is actually overwhelmed with handling traffic tickets and violations and all that stuff. They said no more of that for like a week and a half or something, two weeks, do not do not write tickets until we can catch up. This is how the legal system works, man. Wow. The, the 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 DA or whatever they are, the court people, they're all like, hey, cops, stop writing tickets unless you absolutely have to. Right. Unless there's like a real thing, you know, like a real thing. But don't just like go out there and find some bullshit. So there's one cop that kept writing tickets and they kept telling him, hey man, stop writing tickets because we're all going to get in trouble. Like they're all going to be pissed at us. Uh-huh. Stop writing tickets. The guy kept writing tickets. So they started, like, throwing, um, you know, they're New Yorkers, probably a lot of Italians. They were throwing Italian pasta sauce all in his locker, <laughs> like, God. dumping his fucking, throwing his shit all over the Like They were fucking with him. They, like, started hazing him because he didn't get the message, like, stop fucking writing tickets. And so they were, like, trashing his gear, and they were just doing all this stuff. And it was like, what is going on with police that? there's this t- whole ticketing thing. There's this penalization yeah. for cops that are writing tickets when you're not supposed to mm-hmm. because the court system, like how about we don't incentivize police one way or the other, you know? Right. And so I, I know I'm kind of digressing from the, no, whatever really the whole good. point is, but it's just like kind of a weird thing, man, like that they actually do have a quota. And if you drive through, especially Texas, man, cause I'm not from <sighs> Texas, sorry, Texans, but I'm I'm not from here. I got here as soon as I could, is the quote. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, you drive through some of these old towns, these small towns, and that's it, man. One mile over, three hundred dollar ticket, like, cause that's that. That's how that town survives, it's, right? He's catching people speeding,
1: right? Yeah, if you go to those small ones, it's like thirty five miles an hour. Yeah, definitely go thirty five. Don't go forty. <laughs> Don't go thirty six,
0: dude. The thirty five is the bad zone. That's what yeah. I say,
1: cause it goes down so quickly. You're like, it's going sixty, sixty five. All of a sudden, thirty five. What? That's how am I supposed to break that quick? Like, like come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Wait, after exactly. that line to like, dude, I got you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You'll see that there'll be, you get off the highway and it's 75 or 80. And then the off ramp thing is like 35. You're like, dude, I, I'm not slamming on my brakes. <laughs> oh. I'm driving a big ass van. I got a kid in the back. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. For
1: your, for your thing. Yeah, definitely with your van. There's
0: yeah. no way. Mm-mm. Yeah, I've had some bad times with that van, man. People just really? cut in front of me or just, yeah, n- speed changes and stuff. It's like, van's mm. a big van. It's really hard to slow that thing down. And I, I, I really feel for, like, truck drivers and stuff because they're driving a massive fucking machine. Right. And this thing doesn't speed up or slow down. And and I and I, I feel that. I already knew that from the Marine Corps because I, I drove a lot of big vehicles in the Marine Corps. But mm-hmm. um, having the van and stuff on civilian roads, it's like... you. You gotta, you gotta understand these big machines do not slow down quickly. Mm-mm. What's the isn't there a saying about um, a big ship? It doesn't steer, can't turn a big ship quickly. No, oh, no, not at all. You, there's some saying like that, right? But it's like I don't know the saying, but yes, you're right. Yeah, a ship in the ocean, like it's not, you can't slow that thing down or.
1: It was an tanker. it or takes. For how many miles it takes for it to slow down? Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's heavy-ass machinery. <laughs> yeah. With all that oil in it, too. And it's like, even well, though it seems like it's not going fast, right. you still can't slow that that boat down.
0: Yeah, or, it's, it's the inertia, right? It's the inertia, the mass. Go. This thing is going a speed. Right. And the amount of force to slow a 100-ton object down is, yeah. is ridiculous. It yeah. is. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> so. <laughs> Dude, so I want to hear... Um, I, I I really have a hard time to get in this straight. So you're at Fox Sports, um, but they're not. There, there's Disney is involved or ballet. They like, used to be. Okay, not so anymore. Walk me through the the timeline okay, because okay, because so, when I turn on the TV and Fox Sports is there, I'm thinking Fox News, Fox Sports, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's what it is. So you're
1: probably watching Channel Four. Right? okay so well cable or okay oh, yeah, yeah cable, that's yeah. that's what fs1 is what is the cable one is that you're yeah. probably watching so yeah that's the other channel so we wore fox sports and this is probably in was it 2018 probably when the wheels went going on when they were going to sell us or rupert was going to sell us you know okay it's for all the rsns plus some other stuff like sky news which is overseas of europe stuff that's uh and there's some other one discovery channel and one more, National Geographic, I think it was, or something like that, that Rupert and all the notes from News Corp. But anyways, Disney bought us out, but they couldn't keep us, because you know ESPN, they owned them, so okay. it was like too much for the Department of Justice, saying they had too much control over the sports world. So then they had to sell us within, <laughs> how much was it, was it 90 days? So then Sinclair bought us. So okay. Sinclair, if you don't know who Sinclair is, Sinclair no. owns the most news stations in America. Okay. So they own tons of news stations. They've never owned a sports station in their life.
0: So let me stop you right there. Yeah. Because we're talking about, <laughs> oh, well, you can't have the Monopoly, so you got to sell it off to somebody. So they sell it off to one of the biggest news – there's a there's an irony here going on. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> finish the thing. So it goes to Sinclair, then what?
1: So Sinclair has us, and then, of course, we get to keep the name Fox Sports for a while until they find a new name. I forgot what the long the, the timeline was. But eventually they went with Bally Sports. If you don't know who Bally is, they're a gambling – company so
0: okay well I when i in. hear bally i think because i grew up in las vegas so when i hear bally i think of the bally gym K- is right? it the same company no okay everybody
1: thinks bally's gym like no we're and there, not there, the, well gym. i know bally's
0: gym is out here in texas but yeah. in vegas it's the bally's casino so they're not all three of those are unrelated well casino that's us yeah
1: Oh, it is So Bally's, yes. They're, okay. They're associated with gambling. So yes, that's where it is. Back in valleys, casino and all that stuff.
0: Okay. So it is the same. Got it. Yes. Okay. So we're eventually hoping. to Vegas.
1: Right. That every 50 st- all 50 states hopefully go to gambling. Because now we have an upper hand. Ooh. And then we can have all these other ideas we could do in real time on the TV show or not TV show, a game. Make you know, that money. You can money. bet right there. Like real time. <laughs> like, hey, this fourth quarter, let a bet. Luka Doncic makes 20 points. Yeah. Bet on it right then and there. So we can see that. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. That's cool. So who's the current... Uh, so I, I kind of got lost because we had Bally, Sinclair, Disney. Like, So who's the current owner of Fox Sports? So
1: so Fox Sports is totally different than us. We, the owner of it is oh, actually it's, Fox. It's oh, actually News Corp Rupert. So, geez, yeah, man. I'm getting lost. Okay. Yeah, so that's FS1. So News Corp, which is the corporation that Rupert owns, mm-hmm. which we were under with Fox Sports, whatever it all them, and FS1 is News Corp. So that's their big company that owns Fox. And that's who you're with. No, we're with Sinclair. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. It's okay. So you have News Corp, which is, owns Fox. And then you have Sinclair, which owns us. So, Jesus. <laughs>
0: that's okay. So your network is called what? Our network is called Bally Sports Southwest. Bally Southwest Sports. region. Okay. Yeah. So Bally Sports Southwest, it used to be Fox Sports. Southwest, right. Okay. Southwest. Yeah. And then it got transferred. So now it's Ballet Sports Southwest, Mm -hmm. but then Fox Sports remade their own thing.
1: Well, still the same. Okay. Because they had the FS1 when we were still underneath them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they created FS1. What a journey. (laughs) It's a a lot of moving parts, a lot of different station names. FS1 was created before we ever got bought out, and that was because they wanted to take more of the Big 12 games, which were like the bigger games and other stuff. And yeah, that's other stuff. So yeah,
0: but they're still there. (laughs) <laughs> Ooh, man, I feel like I need a breather. I need to like, sit on the bench for a minute. Okay. So this is really cool. So you're, you're doing content production. Is that what that is?
1: It's not really production. I work in the traffic department. So the traffic department is actually like pretty much the name. Everything traffics through us before it goes in the air. Okay. So we're dealing with sales. We're dealing with marketing. We do a production. We do a pay programming. I'm oh, sorry. Pay program is a Pay programming? Yes, pay so you know like the infomercials you see, like, oh, this is the, the Thigh Master, come get this for $19.99 or six yeah. easy payments that stuff infomercials. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, so you guys run that stuff We do run that stuff. So when there's no sports programming going on at like two AM Right. There's a guy with a shake weight that wants to right. pay whatever to
1: Okay. Exactly like that. So yeah.
0: So you're running the studio and you're not producing the content then. They made the content and you're just pit- Hit and play. No, no, no. So,
1: like, we have like a computer screen, so it tells us like all the shows that are for that day for a twenty-four hour period Mm -hmm. for the our main channel. We have like six different channels, and it depends. So, our main channel will host usually the Mavericks or the Dallas Stars games. Sure, the big stuff, right? Big, big, big stuff. And that's a twenty-four hour log. So, we have all these shows. We have all the uh, the advertisers and everything else. And we got to input these advertisers into the breaks that they want or shows that they want, and make sure it's all edited so we're not running like. Two fast food spots back-to-back or a right. fast food spot that's going to or two like a, uh what is it, a local versus a overseas car. You know, Chevy with a, like, Lexus. You know, that's fine. But okay. you can't do, like, a Chevy and, like, a Ford because it's all local. Like, not local. I'm trying to lose the right word. Like, it's uh, domestic. Domestic. Yeah, a domestic. Domestic. Thank you, domestic. So, domestic car with a foreign car is fine. Yeah. You don't want two domestics or two foreigns in the same brake. Jesus you don't want yeah it's like, so <laughs> well, you want, it makes sense yeah yeah. and then maybe you put fast food together which is can be a pain sometimes because there's so much fast food you can know usually yeah, yeah. yeah which we probably get to go so maybe like a Sonic Jack in the Box but I usually like to put like a Sonic and like a Chicken Express or something like that that's okay. too different you know <laughs> something like that um, now I'll tell you this one story so like Sonic oh, they're so sticklers on their, on their stuff so they have on their contract well their old contract was they always need 30-minute separation between any of their advertisers when they have, like, in a Mavericks game. They may order three spots within that Mavericks game. Ooh. So you got to have them within 30 minutes before the next one runs. Okay. So in our log, it kind of gives us, like, a figurative of how it goes and everything like that. But you, it's live sports. You can't control live sports. They can go fast. They can go slow. Yeah. Game went fast. That one spot ran from the second spot 29 minutes, 58 seconds. We missed it by two seconds, and it credit their money back. What? Yep. So for us, we made our own kind of little thing in our travel department. We're going to give them 45-minute separation so we have a 15-minute buffer. So it's crazy. What? Yeah. It's it's crazy. So yeah. they
0: got a free commercial out of the deal mm-hmm. because of two seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I understand that they're just kind of sticking up for the contract that they, they had you guys agree to. But damn, man. No consumer is going to be like my brainwashing didn't kick in because of the two-second, you know. Well, even than that, I mean, I
1: understand we have, yeah. like, this team of schedule, and it's supposed to work, but I mean, it was what it was. It is what it is. At least we have a 15-minute buffer where we can help it, you know, alleviate that challenge next time, so.
0: Is that a penalty sort of thing? Like, you get in trouble if you don't not put the commercial I mean, in at the right time?
1: No, not right now. Not for us, now. Okay. We won't get that way. Uh-uh. Yeah. No, we might get written up, but it's not like a big write-up. It's kind of just, like, noted but that's it. Yeah. Nothing bad. Nobody's, like, it's not, we like, we, nobody's making, losing a job over there. No, okay. we rarely make mistakes. Like, we may yeah. make a handful of mistakes a year. That's it. Oh, gotcha. So yeah. it's, not, it's not very common Let's put it you that guys way. are, like, like, the
0: top of your game. We really are. Yeah. It's funny because most regions cool. actually
1: go after our region, like, because we have, we have so many teams, even though we have, mm-hmm. in our department, we have so many less people in other regions. Mm. So, and that's what makes it so cool because we're, like, we'll be able to do so much with, with such... A low staff in our department compared to other people that have way more staff than we do in that department
0: wow man so okay so let's i'm trying to get the gauge of like what your day looks like so like on monday at one o'clock p.m. Mm-hmm. 1300 military zone <laughs> <I got laughs> are you that. guys running off 24 o'clock sir we,
1: we, we all we do eastern time so it's all like 1300 1400, oh, so we got to do all that right. and convert it and all that stuff so yeah oh
0: you're running up eastern time
1: for our logs. Yes, when we have to do stuff. Yes. Oh, that's annoying, man. I th- I'm so used to it now. I can do it like that in my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I get that. Yeah, that was always an adjustment to like adjust to different people's time zones, but okay. Yeah. Cuz you you work in IT and you got people that are <clears throat> Excuse me. You you got people like in India or something. Ooh. And there's like or London, there's like an offset of like 7 hours or 8 hours or something and you're like okay, that's my time, but they're in that time zone and I'm in this one. Anyway, yeah. Right. It becomes a thing. Like, when is this meeting actually taking place? <laughs> like, when do I have to wake <laughs> up in the morning? Like, right. 4 a.m.? Jesus. Um, And it's like the end of that dude's work day and it's like, jeez. but East, Eastern is one hour it's not a big deal. No, okay, I so it's m- like, let's say, for example, Monday at 1 o'clock and um, there's a college football game on. hmm Right? Probably not on Monday, but anyway, I'm just... For whatever, yeah, for, for example, hypothetical, yeah. So there's a football game on. So are you like pre-loading the football game and the commercials? You already know when that's going to happen? No, so if it's a Monday it's log, live,
1: Right, it's live. So if it's a Monday game and we already do that, we did that Monday log on Friday. So we work ahead. Okay. Yeah, so we put all that stuff in there. Whenever we get it nice and neat and edited, it's like it's finalized and it's sent to Atlanta so we can go in the air. So we work ahead. So like on Thursdays, we work our Friday and Saturday logs. On Friday, we work our Sunday and Monday logs, which means all the programming for those days are done. So we do all that so we don't have to worry about stuff on the weekend.
0: Hmm. And this is only for like pre-recorded content. Like, what if the mm-hmm. game is it's for live? live?
1: It's for live stuff too. So like the Mavericks game. If like we we'll say next Monday, we'll okay. work that Mavericks game on a Friday. So we'll have all the advertisers that, this, that the sales have already basically sold. Okay. And we'll be able to put those advertisers into the game. And we'll be how able to do you know when up. the
0: break is going to – how do you know they're going to take a time out? Well,
1: oh, so we have a format. So the format is what the producers follow. Okay. So it'll be like, okay, this segment, which we're going to show the game, which you're watching when you see them actually playing basketball, maybe like for six and a half minutes, and then it takes a timeout. That's a break line. And break one, we put those advertisers in there. You're going to see those commercials, which could be for like a minute and a half to three minutes. And so, you have all those advertisers in there. After that comes out, you have the segment two, which is you're seeing the game again after the commercials. So it could be another seven minutes. You see basketball.
0: Well, but hold on a second. So you got a coach that's running a team. Mm-hmm. Is he being told when to take a timeout? Like how does this – how does this work? Like the, you got the guys on the court, they're out or they're on the field or whatever. They're throwing a ball, passing a ball or something like that. And then they like blow the whistle and like timeout. We need to go to a commercial. Like how does that well, see, that's how what, does it work out?
1: That's why I don't know. That's the producers thing. So okay. producers do that. I don't know if they have like an agreement with the Mavericks or how they do that. All I know is what I do is what I do. I, we have a format that we follow by.
0: So all you know is they went to a timeout.
1: Right. They go to a golf timeout after so-such minutes, and then right. they run a commercial. And I'm pretty sure the NBA and all of them have this pretty figured out. I don't see why they wouldn't. Yeah. Because pretty, our formats, we have tons of formats, especially for baseball. It's baseball been going has been for years, yeah. God, baseball has so many formats. Because it's always like an 8-14 start or a 6-12 start or this start, start time. So you got to have this different format for different start times. So, hmm. yeah, it's crazy. So... For Mavericks, you may have a couple of formats, especially if you have like a side-by-side, which would be like you're showing in our station. Then you also have a side-by-side with ESPN. Mm-hmm. So we're following those same formats for both stations. Yeah. So, yeah. It's just, it's it's kind of cool when you see about it behind the scenes, but it's kind of, it could be confusing if you're not actually seeing it, what it's supposed to look like on the screen. Yeah. So. Well,
0: I always wondered that because you're watching a game. Mm-hmm. And I don't want, I have to admit, I don't watch a lot of sports. Um, hardly at all. But when I do, if I'm at a bar or like the friends are like, "Hey, come over on Sunday, the game's on." Cool, right? And and they're playing a game. You know, a guy gets tackled, and then all of a sudden, it goes to a commercial. Mm-hmm. And I'm always thinking in my head, like, well, "What are those dudes doing right now? <laughs> like, this is a live game. They're like, they're in Cincinnati. They're in Orlando. Like, they're in some city or whatever. I hope, right. hopefully, those are football cities because I have no <laughs> idea." <laughs> like, I think you're right. <laughs> Is Cincinnati a, a football city? I yeah, you're right? the Bengals. The Bengals. Cincinnati. Thank Bengals, you, yeah. thank you, Cincinnati. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. Jeez, again, I, again, it's how rare I watch football. But, um, but you guy, the guy gets tackled. It's a down. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going. It's fourth down, or it's a turnover, and they go to a commercial. I'm like, what are all those guys doing on the field right now? who, just, who just hanging out just, just hanging out and usually that's yeah. a good
1: time too. commercial if it's a turnover you might have a while where the coach is like oh let's decide this we go we know we're going to do this and this and yeah it's almost like time.
0: A, a mini halftime or something where you got time to work out extra plays and strategies and stuff right right so so for whatever reason unbeknownst to us they go to a they they go to a timeout and mm-hmm. then what's the trigger to you that you know it's time for commercials like well, not you...
1: for us, because of course I'm not pushing any buttons because I'm not there in the studio. So when I do all this stuff and I send it off to go on the air, the producers is looking at this so they know when, like, when to push the buttons or when to go to a commercial because they're following the format that we gave them. Like, hey, rework this whole Mavericks game. Here's this format. What? When I hit the button, it's like I said, it sends off to go to Atlanta. So they're following the thing that I did and edited. And like, okay, it's already done. Break, it's already done. There's okay, break two. We need to run this commercial. It's queued up with this. And they sit, it goes on there. It's automated. So
0: when they do timeout, commercial time, and there's how many minutes of commercials? Four, four minutes? It could be, or...
1: it could be a 30-second commercial with a 30-second promo, and that's it. It could be a minute. And some could be three minutes. Some could be four. It just depends how big the break and is. And you have
0: already figured that out three, four days in advance. hmm
1: Yep. That's why I'm always confusing my days. I'm like, wait, what's today? I always forget, because I'm always thinking it's like three days ahead, you know? <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. wild, man.
2: That trips me
0: out because I'm thinking there's a dude like hit and play on each individual commercial, Mm-mm. and then they're like, Oh, they're back on the field, Then he stops the commercials. Like, that's what I'm thinking is going on. So, this is days in advance, Uh uh-huh.
1: and it's all automated with our little codes that they have that are attached with the called ISCII code. So, it has this number that the computer will read and see that number and all that other stuff. So, it knows which commercial to bring up and make sure it runs that right commercial. Because you could be at this, you could have like a T Mobile commercial. Yeah. but they have different commercials. So we have like three different types of T-Mobile commercials, but uh-huh. each one has a different iski code. So they know which one to rotate and which one to run at. Wow. So it could be like T-Mobile sends us something that says, okay, we have these three commercials, run each commercial at 33%, so which means each, you know, that way, or run these Ran- two random. commercials 50% times. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what it'd be. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. <sighs> yeah. So when I first started with them, I, I love to this <laughs> story. Wild. I would go to a bar and I knew that every time in the top of this one, when the bottom of the fifth ended and the top of the sixth inning came for the Rangers, there's always a Sonic slam break. So the first commercial was always Sonic, which I always knew that. So I would go to my friend and be like, hey, I bet you a drink the next commercial is going to be a Sonic. Oh. <laughs> He's all like, how do you know? I'm like,
2: yeah.
1: just guessing, man. It's like, come on, bet. He bet me, I'm like, you owe me a drink because the Sonic would pop up. I'm like, You're like, oh, there you go. And I didn't tell him until like months later. I'm like, dude, I put that there. I know where it's going You Already knew what's gonna you come. programmed <laughs> it in <laughs> I got a lot of free drinks <laughs> bro
0: you're like a time traveler you're like you you know the future you're a fortune teller that's amazing yeah so at the top of the 6th inning of every ranger game there's a sonic commercial there was That uh, no, was
1: back in the day they don't do that anymore oh okay yes, well, what's what's, what's
0: another predictable uh, commercial that we can look for today <laughs> it's november 2022 <laughs> What can we pull over right now? We know for sure. I'm trying to remember which one. I'm so, going to make some money, man. See, I'm going to get Maverick's some free drinks.
1: Games, <laughs> Mavericks games, it's it's a Rooms to Go that has to run in the top of the, I can't remember if it's, the, if it's the second quarter when it starts. Rooms to Go starts when it's the first. I think it's the first commercial break. Rooms to Go has to run first because it's right there in that Rooms to Go like break future thing that they have. Yeah. I can't remember if it's the start of the second quarter or the near the end of the second quarter. I can't remember. But, yeah, it's somewhere around there. <laughs> That's all I know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I love um, I love the idea of rooms to go mm-hmm. because you've got a and this isn't like a commercial break for anybody, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> <We're> I'm <promoting> them. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not, <laughs> yeah, not This we're is kid. Just, just life, man. Um, but I love walking into a rooms to go because you're not getting, like, top-of-the-line $10,000 couch kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But what you're getting is that, dude, I have no idea how to decorate my house. I'm lost, man. I mean, you look look, look at this. Like I don't know right I don't here. know what I'm doing. I'm I'm lost, man. And so you walk into the rooms to go and you're like, "Hey, look. I'm I'm just I need my whole living room. I just bought a house or I rented an apartment. I need my whole thing. Give right. me the nightstand, the lamp, the couch, the painting, the rug, the coffee table, the whole the t- all the stuff. Give me the whole thing. It all matches. Somebody's right. already figured that out for me." I'll buy that whole living room Uh and put it on credit and I pay 300 bucks a month and I got all my cool shit and people come over like, wow, look at your thing. That's to me, that's a cool thing. Yeah. It's a great business model. It is. I think it's great. It is. I did rooms to go, um, when I first got married Uh and we did, um, these cool couches. I think we did a coffee table. We didn't do the full thing Uh because our, the, our layout didn't quite fit whatever they had but we got like most of the whole living room Uh it was great man people came over like wow this couch is nice and you got a cool lamp that kind of matches the colors and stuff like we didn't know what the fuck we were like in our 20s man (laughs) we don't know what we're trying to do so um yeah kudos to them because that's a it is a cool it is a cool program it Um, is uh, not a program but like a cool business model yeah. yeah 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 It is. What how long have you been doing that? Um so now it's Ballet Sports Southwest.
1: Oh, I've been doing that since when I start May of oh five. Wow. Yeah.
0: Seventeen years. Wow. Is that right? man.
1: Yeah, seventeen yeah, seventeen years. <laughs> Holy crap.
0: <laughs> Do you I don't wanna get too uh, if it's if it's uncomfortable, let me know if it's too personal, but like does your stuff. Because your tenure, your time that was at Fox and then it transferred through all these companies and stuff, does your tenure and your time and your benefits, does that, do they transfer that over for you? Oh, yeah. You keep, yeah. <laughs> We're good to keep it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's good, man. <laughs> yeah. That is good. That's yeah. good to hear. Yeah. Cause that's always a bummer. Like if someone gets acquired and it's like you're starting over and it's like, right. well, shit, I know I can do this job, but do I keep my 401k? And you know all the stuff oh yeah
1: all that rolled over 401k the vacation time everything so i'm like oops i'm like yes i'm so
0: glad it did that's good yeah 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 do you negotiate uh how many acquisitions have you been through in the 17 years
1: i don't know we really just because we get a raise every single year
0: well, I mean, by like one company like, buying you out, yeah. Um, like it was, it was, you said it was Fox, Disney, Sinclair, Bally, uh-huh. Like uh, during those acquisitions, are you ne- renegotiating like vacation time or benefits? Does like, any of that go on? Mm-mm.
1: We never re- renegotiate our benefits or vacation. They just said it was rollover. What whatever you had with them is going to roll over for the uh, for them as well. That's fair. And I mean, we had different healthcare benefits, which are different than Fox,
0: you know, but. They're, They're like, still
1: good. They're good.
0: Yeah, like a different company, but it's like the same matching kind of. No, it was different. Coverage. Like,
1: like I think with Fox was better for healthcare benefits, mm-hmm. and then they kind of slightly went down Uh-oh. with Sinclair, just not much, but it was slightly. So it was like a yeah. tier thing with Sinclair, like you Slippin pick which Sinclair. tier you want to pay for, <laughs> and I was like Fox, I was like, dude, this. It was on point. Like it was nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, it's great. I
0: mean, it's those little things. It's like when people are like, "Hey, we're gonna pay you this X number of dollars per year," mm-hmm. but then the the healthcare is like a problem. It's just like a, a pain in the ass. Yeah. I remember um, on on the positive side of this, like my mom used to work for Cirque du Soleil. Oh. She worked in production in Vegas. So when it was um, the first show, the first Cirque du Soleil show in Vegas was uh, Nouvelle Experience. Okay. And then they had Mystère, and then a bunch of other shows came after that, right? Um, oh, I think was the next one. She worked at Nouvelle Expérience, so the very first circ show in Vegas, and she was in production with them. Um, their healthcare was baller. Because like, you got circus performers. Yeah. You have literal gymnasts and athletes and all that. I mean, they're getting injured all the time and stuff. So the, the healthcare was top notch. Yeah. 100% coverage. Oh, dang. 100% coverage. No bullshit, man. Um, So, and I've had her talk about this before because we're doing like a little side kind of podcast for her thing. She's writing books and stuff like that. So her thing, we're doing drinks with mom. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) Drinks with mom. She's telling her story. She used to be a drug dealer in Amsterdam. You know, she's traveling, hitchhiking across the US at 14. Like all kinds of- Oh, wow. Dude, wild shit. Yeah. My mom is bananas. I gotta hear these stories. Dude, (laughs) you gotta hear it. She's awesome. So- but she works for Cirque. She um she's diagnosed with breast cancer. Hundred mm-hmm. percent covered, dude. Yeah. They every single experimental whatever weird treatment they got out there, it's all a hundred percent covered. That's it was, great. It's cool, man. I mean, I'm only a teenager at the time when this yeah. goes down, but just hearing the, the after stories and stuff like that, I'm like, Hell yeah, Cirque. Like that's the way to the dig- that's the way to go, man. That's how you treat right. your people. So in my mind I'm thinking like in a society where you have people on salary mm-hmm. Having um, having healthcare that's like way over the top, good uh-huh. for me. I'll take a lower pay cut for that. Oh, definitely. Because it's one less thing I got to deal with. No bullshit. No copays. None of right. this. Like you're not covered for this or that. Like, oh, fuck. I gotta. I don't want to mess with that, man. I want all my shit covered. Because guess what? When I show up to work, I'm a hundred percent there. Right. I'm not dealing with, oh, I got a phone call from the insurance company. I'm not dealing with an email or any Mm. of that bullshit. I'm 100% engaged in my job because they've made it so that I don't have to worry about all this external stuff. Right. Because nine times out of ten, I'm not going to be dealing with a cancer diagnosis or whatever else. I got just minor stuff, but I don't want to deal with like my daughter's thing wasn't covered and I got to deal with a thing. So guess what? I'm at work on company time, but guess what I'm doing? I'm looking at the email from the insurance company and I've got to log in and they got two-factor authentication you're like, where the fuck is my thing and I got to get the code and it's like, there's so much fucking bullshit, man. Like, Can I just log into the goddamn website? <laughs> right. I'm just trying to work here and I got to do a thing for my kid and it's like, fuck, dude. So companies that engage in these programs where you get a really top tier benefit package, mm-hmm. I think... Yes, you're treating the employee really well, and you're caring for them. But I think ultimately, at the end of the day, it's good for the company. Yeah. It's good for the bottom line huh. because the employee is 100% engaged in work because they don't have bullshit at home to deal with. Right. I, I see that. Like That's my insurance rant. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: well, yeah, good. Yeah. But I, I totally understand that because, yeah, my insurance is great. So I love it yeah. for everything, vision, dental, yeah, health. Great, and I'm glad my kids don't hardly get any sick. Thank God. Thank you, kids. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, kids. I don't
2: know.
1: You got three of them, right? I do. What are the ages? Oldest daughter is 19. Son's about to be 16 on the 14th. And then the youngest one just turned six last Friday.
0: Whoa! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you got a
2: you got a
1: gap there, brother. Yeah, there's a little gap there. It's yeah. kind of like, wait, what? <laughs> but still, like, yes, I'm happy about that. So That's yeah. cool, man. She's an amazing kid. All of them are. They're all great. They're all smart, loving, great attitudes. Yeah, yeah. I I wouldn't ask for anything better. Well, you know
0: what? They've got a great dad. Oh, You're, you dude. Every time I hang out with you, your your attitude is always so upbeat, so positive. <laughs> I can't imagine your kids not having a good attitude. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I try. It's
0: you know, good, man. I try. So, <laughs> well, that was the thing. I'm interested in your philosophy, like you, because every time I've been around you, it's always been so positive. And I'm like, what does the upbringing look like for a person like that? Like, what does uh, what does that oh, look yeah. like, man? The
1: upbringing. Wow, that's a good question. <laughs> the upbringing was, God, it's, it's like it's like, hmm. With my brothers and us, I mean, it was a lot of just us, you know? It, was, it wasn't like, I mean, I think my parents got divorced kind of young. When mm-hmm. we were young, I should say. Uh, of course, my dad being baseball, he was gone all the time. So, it was kind of like we're just there with us. So, it was kind of like with my brothers and them, we just, we're just always trying to be hopeful, you know, optimistic. You know, life's too short. Don't be sad. If it is, you know, don't take it too seriously. But when it's time to be serious, be serious. Yeah. And when it's not, enjoy it. Why not? You're never mm-hmm. really, you only have one life. Enjoy it. And that's why I tell my kids, I'm like, hey, you can always do whatever you want, but one, enjoy your life. Mm. Seriously, like, enjoy it. When it's time to be serious, yes, be serious because you need to be serious and take it whatever issue you have and deal with it. Deal with it right away if you can. Mm-hmm. And then once you get that solution for whatever that thing is, go back to having fun. Be optimistic. Be a be. What's the point? Everybody's going to enjoy your, enjoy you. You know, be you. But don't be like a Debbie Downer or something like that. But I'm not. I'm just I don't know. I just love life. I mean, I enjoy everything. I see the the joys and little things that I see. I'll smile. So when I see an old guy with a cane just walking, I'm like, oh, that's sweet. Even though he's maybe slow, but I'm just kind of like to me. I'm like, that's that's awesome. I just see I just see things differently in life. I, and it's funny because I'm talking to my ex this weekend or last week when I was up there with her. I just see this old couple, and they're just like holding hands. I'm like, that's so sweet. She's like, well, like, I don't know. I just love old people. They're awesome. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, oh my god. I'm like, it's just me. I just, I just see the joy in little things. I love it. So yeah, life's life's great. There's too many things not to see to not enjoy in this life. If you if you're actually looking for it, Mm -hmm. some people don't look at it. They just go through life just, "Mm -hmm," and they're like, so focused. You know, they're not. What is it called? It's like a tunnel vision. Tunnel vision. Yeah. Yes. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, I got tunnel vision, but my vision is like everywhere because I'm looking everywhere. I love the people watch. And that's why I see some of the most amazing things. You do. You see little joys in everything. Here'd (laughs) be... Like, I found this... Let me tell you this. I I found the joy in this little thing. I was... uh, My part-time job, I work at the airport doing valet work. Okay. So I'm sitting there and I see these five little birds just come down. I'm like, look at them. And then all of a sudden... (laughs) It made me think of fight club because all of a sudden there were two in the middle and three of them were going around and it was just chirping. All those two like trying to fight. And I was kind of like, that's cool. It's a little fight club of birds. That's what I me. Mean, I'm just laughing. That's just me. I'm like, that is awesome. I, love like, it. Like, I don't know why. I was laughing at them. I'm like, okay, birds, I see y'all. <laughs> it was great.
0: We're gonna hash <laughs> this out on the playground. It really was. Meet, I was just like <laughs> Meet me after school with the swings, bitch. <laughs> Get him, get him. <laughs> chirp, chirp. <laughs>
1: oh, but no, it just, it just, yeah. I mean, just life just helps. I think when you've, when you've seen a lot of negativity growing up, it just makes you want to go the opposite way. Like, I don't want to live my life that way. I don't want to be this person. I don't want to be that person. I want to be a joyful, loving person to everybody,
0: you know? It's amazing, man. I, yeah, I think about... um I think about people like that. Envi- I think a lot about environmental conditioning versus genetic predisposition. Mm-hmm. So a person is handed down by their parents a genetic um uh, um what's the word like a um, mutation, okay? Right? And so then they're 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 prone highly prone to getting some kind of disease. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Or astigmatism, or whatever, right? Yeah, Um, or uh, a more advanced musculature, whatever, right? The different brown hair, red eyes, like you—that shit is genetic. Yes, there is no denying that, right? Um, But then environmental conditioning. It's like I talked about this on the podcast with um, somebody else recently, but it was about you got two uh, twins, Mm -hmm. two brothers, and you got one. They they both grew the go through the same exact experience Mm -hmm. Um, and we'll use some kind of extreme thing that you'll see on like an NBC made for family movie, right? Like that is abusive or something and the mom takes them away or whatever. Right. Yeah. But it's like, um, why does one of those identical twins, same exact genetics, Mm -hmm. same exact DNA, why does one of them become an overachiever, a positive person, a happy joyful uh whatever because just exactly what you said they don't want to replicate that experience they want to become somebody that's going to be you know the opposite of that right. and they want to in, in in um 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 pass on to their children you know good things positive things and then the other identical twin is bitter and harsh and angry and and upset about the whole thing and Mm -hmm. goes into a dark place in their life and whatever, right? right? And doesn't ever, you know, doesn't ever really come out of that hole. They're identical twins. Genetically, they're identical. And environmentally, they've essentially gone through the same exact experience. Right. Well, how does one become one and one does become the other? So when I see a person like you, I'm like, it's not even just that you made this contest uh, and I'm not taking away anything from you, but I, when, mm-hmm. I, when I see someone like you, like you're talking about like maybe a, uh, a difficult past or negative past or something and you want to be positive and pass this great stuff on to your kids and everything's positive and happy. When I see that, I see there's more than just what a determination you made. I almost see it as something as like you're lucky. Like, you're one of these lucky ones that even though there was something really difficult and negative in childhood, uh-huh. to make that determination, it, it almost seems like just pure luck that you were able to make that determination, right? Yeah. you um, can see the luck. Yeah. There's
1: luck and choice, I think, as well. As choice, too. for My sure. Choice. I'm not taking away no, 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 choice. No, yeah. no, no. Definitely, yeah. yeah, but Yeah, lucky, choice, just... Yeah, you see that example, you see the stuff that happens, and you're like, no, that's not going to be me. I don't want that in my life. When you choose to go the opposite way and make it better, you work at it, it doesn't mean it takes work. It takes a lot of work because it could be some dark days and you just got to battle those those demons. And be like, nope, you're not going to get me. I'm going to be good. I'm going to keep going, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep trying to do the right thing. And that's what's difficult, <clears throat> excuse me, is trying to do that right thing too. Even though you know you're doing the right thing and people see it, they're like, why? I'm like, why not? Because yeah. I've had people ask me that. Why do you always do the right thing? Why not? I could be pissed off and mad, but is that really going to solve anything? Mm. So I don't let like, things usually bother me more than five minutes. <laughs> I can get mad. I'm like, and I'll steal and they I'm like, okay, I'm done. Let's go. I'm just, I'm just going to go over it.
0: So. It's, a, it's amazing, man. Because when I see that, that's not normal. I, I hope you realize that. Oh, no, I know it's not. No, one like, blaming. <laughs> the ability for you to, to make that determination, oh, I'm just going to move on. It's cool. I'm going to stay positive. That's not most people. That's not 95% of people. Like You're in this mm-hmm. top 1% of people that emotionally um, uh, you've made this decision to be able to move on and just continue in positivity. Mm-hmm. That's a rare thing, and I think it's a thing you should be able to teach people, man. Yeah. I try to. I think you should because it's it's something that, um, it's a learned skill. It is. How do I play basketball? How do I fly an airplane? How do I make a cabinet? Like all of these things are learned things, and I think you have something that's a natural ability, uh, a good ability that most people don't know how to do, mm-hmm. and it's very foreign. Like I, I see it from you. For me, it feels like a constant struggle to. Push past all the bullshit to push past everything and to like move on and be positive and be happy and some people apply more work at it than others. Mm -hmm. So I can accomplish it for sure. Oh, yes, but I feel like it's done with much effort. And for you, it's like effortless, man. It's just like, dude, this dude's always on top, man. And it's not, it's not a fake thing. It's yeah. like a real, tangible thing, and I see it and I feel the energy, and it's, it's good <laughs> stuff, man. So anyway, I don't know where I'm going with it, but I just feel like it's a cool thing, and uh, and I feel like it's something that shouldn't be just utilized for yourself, but maybe yeah. shared, shared with people in general. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I try to. So yeah, I try to rub off on people. Let's put it that way. I mean. Yeah, I tried. I just remember like this little story when I was dating my my youngest daughter's mom at the time, and her her family saw a change in her when she was dating me. Mm. They're like, "You you always been so negative, but man, when you've been with him, you seem like you're really really positive and happy." Because I'm like, "That's just me." And even she told the person last week when I was up there saying like, "Our daughter was having a fit because she had to go get our shots for uh, what do you call it, the COVID thing, the new shot." We went all went to go to that, so she was not having. Our daughter was. PO she's hmm, 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 screaming just did not want to do it with any of us and she's all like yeah she got that from me because he's happy go lucky over here I'm like yeah that's not me at all <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> like, it is what it is <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah kids and shots is kind of weird because it's like oh. it's just a shot man I yeah mean, they don't know They the in 10 the seconds yeah
1: no i was the same way as my daughter when i got my shot i would you got to pry me through the chair like i'm holding on to this like the hulk and you're gonna have to pull oh, from really? the really oh yeah my parents were like i'll remember that my dad was literally pulling my legs i'm holding on to the chair like nope you <laughs> getting me in that room <laughs> not at all and I, I do not like shots at all
0: what is it about shots i don't I just don't
1: like, I know it's the smallest little needle, <laughs> too. It's so small. And I don't know why I'm so scared of this little thing that feels like a little pinch. Yeah. But I am definitely afraid of shots. It's
0: hilarious. It's yeah. just like, <laughs> I don't know. What if, all right, let me, let me give you a choice. Okay. I, I used to play this game with some people. Um, or I always like to play this game. A 1,200-pound grizzly bear is running at you at 30 miles an hour. And Snap. it's a grizzly bear mama. And she knows that you looked at her cubs and she's coming after you. Okay. You got to deal with that or get your COVID booster shot. i will get my COVID booster shot.
1: <laughs> I'll take that pinch. And <laughs> be like, just do it. Just tell me <laughs> when it's done. That's <laughs> my eyes closed. And that's what I did when I, when I was up there. I was like, yeah. just tell me when It's done. Like, it's done? Okay, I'm good.
0: <laughs> I, love, I love a little game like that. Um, All right, let's, let's go on a little bit further. You have a, a polar bear that's been... Mutated with some vampire genes Some vampire DNA okay. Or uh, And you got to deal with that And you're on an iceberg alone With this polar bear And you have a stick A, a, a torch a, a, a torch with fire You got to deal with that Or an alien Is going to take you up to its spaceship And you know it's going to do some stuff to you Which one You don't know what But it's going to do some stuff to you Which one? Which one do you do now with the polar hold on, hold on. With the polar bear I already know, I already know. With the polar bear thing, rescue is coming in fifteen minutes. The alien thing, no rescue's coming. What do you do?
1: Oh man, that's a hard one. Cause you're like, okay, the, the polar bear has vampire genes in it. So if you bit me, do I turn to a vampire if I survive? <laughs>
0: Who knows, man?
1: Who but knows? then I'm also thinking about like people that say they're they've been abducted by by aliens they are like they did experiments on me, but they're fine. They don't remember it and all that other stuff. So I'm like, hmm. maybe. <laughs> That's a hard one. 15 <laughs> minutes. It's like, I can't jump in the water because he's still going to get me. So And it's freezing. Yeah, the bitches so can I'm swim. Hypothermia, I'm going <laughs> to die. So, so, <laughs> so I wonder if, like, do I put it on my mind and just go for the aliens? Because maybe I don't remember. Because okay. then they're going to wipe my brain anyway. So maybe. I, but at least I would know there's life out there in the solar system besides <laughs> ours so maybe I'll go with the aliens I don't know if I can survive 15 minutes of a small okay. iceberg with a polar bear I think the fire's not going to do enough you don't think so I don't think so I think it's just going to smack that thing out of my hand mm. <laughs> maybe
0: I think a bear animals in general are scared of fire yeah I think in general but if he's hungry enough he's a vampire or vampire genes <laughs> <jeans. laughs> fire ain't going to do nothing I'm sorry <laughs> that's true that's so, true yeah yeah, well, we don't know if it's day or night. Maybe those vampire jeans are. Re- if it's day, I'm re- good because he's gonna burn up. <laughs> <us>. <laughs> maybe it doesn't do well in the daytime. Maybe it's. Uh, yeah, maybe it's it's having a bad day. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> oh man! Oh. Um, all right, I gotta pee. We're. I'm uh, a few drinks in. We'll do cigars <laughs> here in a second. Let's uh, let's pause this thing. Cool. All right, <laughs> We're back, baby. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Well, I love uh, that we can always just take breaks. It's always go good. You can do that. It's like a little commercial break.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> did you did you
0: program our break a few days ago? Sure did. It was like this brought to you by a uh, old fashioned. <laughs> <laughs> old fashioned, delicious, earthy, molasses, caramely but you're going to pee pretty soon. (laughs) It's damn good, (laughs) though. It's damn good, yeah. (laughs) Well, I got a a friend of mine, Jack. um, He's in in Bend here, too, working on the engineering stuff. Shout out to Ben, Thanks, man. Um, But a friend of ours, he's the uh, cigar guy. Okay. And so I said, hey, man, doing the podcast, you know that. I want to do some cigars. What's a good starter? So he said, Ashton. So starting with Ashton's, he said go with the white and gold label because mm-hmm. they have the VSG's that are like the darker label, darker tobacco. Mm-hmm. This is the lighter one, a little sweeter, a little lighter. It's a great starter kind of deal because I'm not a, like a common cigar guy. No. But it's nice to have a little, little drink, a little cigar. Right. So,
1: yeah, I've, I've done that a couple of cigars in my life before, so especially in Florida. So Yeah. Yeah. So but. I'll chop these up and see what we can get out of it.
0: We are gonna yes, need an ashtray. Oh right. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean we can't use the table be like, hey
0: what's up? Hey <laughs> Ben, would would you mind above the uh, the dishes there, the cabinet, there's um uh Um you don't have to pause it. You can just leave it on me, I'll keep talking. And uh, <laughs> right above the uh, right, right above the uh the dishes there, the cabinet, there's these little white bowls. We'll use those as um it's like ashtray,
1: a, It's like an ashtray, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah I man.
1: I had some good ones in Florida. They are really good.
2: Yeah, these are creme
0: brulee. Yeah, they're creme brulee. Get get a couple of those oh, if you don't mind. Creme brulee. Then we each have our own little. That sounds good too. Yeah, creme brulee, <laughs> <laughs> dude. <This is> <laughs> ch- ch- knock that sugar off. Yeah. <laughs> so one of my one of my best <laughs> cigar experiences. I was in Puerto Vallarta Thank with you. my sister and uh, and my mom. Uh, my ex-wife at the, my wife at the time, and then my daughter. Uh-huh. And she was only like one or two or something. And um, so my sister and I are like, "Hey, man, we want to go out and have a good time." And so we go to, um, we go, we go out in the town. I uh-huh. see this poster on one of like a street pole or something, and they're like, "MMA fight tonight at the at the thing or something." And my sister and I were like, "Fuck yeah, let's go check that out." Like an All MMA right? fight in the middle of Mexico, like <laughs> just random. Can we imagine? So we get. For like thirty bucks, we get ringside seats. We're at the edge of the of the fence. Like my feet are up. I'm I'm reclined. My feet are up against the railing. That's like a foot away from the actual fence of the of the the octagon or whatever shape they're doing. And um and I'm and I go to the bathroom. And you got the bar um not the bar guy, but the uh, the bathroom guy, the bathroom attendant right. that's got the cologne and the gum and the mints and Gotta the whole thing good, he's got the cohibas and i get and i know i've had cohibas before and i'm not always a fan but they had he had one that was so sweet and delicious 25 five dollar cohiba bought from the bathroom and i'm sitting there in the bat ba- at the fight in the mma thing and I'm like yeah <laughs> i'm like at the edge of the ring i feel like this like Big shot guy, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> just oh hamming it up. My sister and I had a great night. It was a fun night, but anyway, it was always
1: a great night. mean there's yeah. random, you know. You yeah. weren't expecting it, you know. Yeah. Oh, here you go. This is oh, yours. Thank
0: you. It. Yeah. Mm. Here, I'll that get you. Uh, yeah, I'll get you going here. Oh yeah, let me get that. Yeah. Yeah, I think you got it.
1: Oh yeah, that's a good one. We're good. Oh, let me get this other one. There we go.
0: So your dad—you mentioned this earlier. You said your dad uh, played baseball. Mm-hmm. What's uh, what did he do?
1: He play. He was a pitcher for them in the major leagues. Uh, for he played for 15 years. So his career started off with the Chicago Cubs. Hmm. That's where he got drafted by. No so, kidding. Yep. Yep. Then he played for. I think I got this right in order. I'm gonna be wrong. Duh, the Cubs. C- Yep, the Cubs, which I was so happy when they won the World Series a
0: couple of years <laughs> back. I was like,
1: finally, it's been too long. Vindication. Like 100 years. I'm like, yeah, yes. <laughs> they got it. Good for them, man. Good for
0: them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, the Yankees were next for a little bit. And then the. Was the Expos? I think it was the Expos next. Oh, yeah. Are they, they still what? a
0: team? The Expos are not a no, team no, anymore. No, no, they're not right? a team anymore. Uh-uh. Do they get. Who did they become? Or are they just gone? No, they. I don't remember. I really don't. It's been a while, a, right? I got to interrupt real fast. The, <laughs> no, you get this pairing between these two. It's a nice pairing, man. I wish I had more uh, old fashioned to go with this. It's mm. good stuff. That's a nice blend, right? No. Uh, what was
1: it? The Brewers, the Cardinals, the Athletics. And I think he ended it with the wow. Brewers, and then he coached. He did coaching, so he's like a pitching coach and bullpen coach for like the Rangers. Uh, Philadelphia Phillies, he did that and then mm-hmm. that's where he ended. Like oh, someone else before that. He did the tr- double he did the A team for A Team league. I can't remember who it was for. Uh then he was the triple A pitching coach for the Philadelphia Phillies. Okay. For there.
0: Wow, what a what a career man. Yeah,
1: fifty years. That's what I was in Chicago for two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, they had a celebration for him at the Chicago for fifty years in baseball. Wow.
0: What a career, man!
1: Yeah, it was a great, great career. It's fun. It was fun. I'm gonna say he was gone a lot, but it was still fun when we got to see him. And what's everything. his name? Can I ask? Uh, Ray Burris. Ray Burris. Yeah. Ray Burris. Yep.
0: Ray Burris. You know, I don't know sports at all, so <laughs> um, I was hoping maybe it meant something, but uh, yeah. No. No. No offense to Ray, but shout out to Damon's dad, Ray. <laughs> Congratulations on 50 years, man! Yep. When was 50 that again? Years. When when was that? That was said? this year, 50 this years year. this year. Yeah, that's wow. when we were
1: in Chicago for uh, I think seriously like 2 weeks ago. We were in there for Chicago. They had uh, club 400 had a uh, celebration for them there. Wow. It's like this all Cubs sports like team that loves it, that loves uh, Chicago. So it's like a guy that at his house has like this like 25 or 2800 under square foot basement this is him
2: yep. this is your that's dad. My dad let's look at him
0: gotta love the afro coming out of the hair right look <laughs> at the <laughs> afro coming out of the hat <laughs> yeah. go to this one uh ben the one with the afro and the hat to the right just one more to the right go 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 back one more to the right to the, the Expo, right. So that, yeah, one. that one that's yeah. the one <laughs> that's what's that <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's the one, man. Yeah, with <laughs> with
2: afro <Africa>. coming I mean, <laughs> Look at that. I love it.
0: <laughs> what year do you think that is?
1: That's probably uh, maybe after you got with the Cubs or in between there, between the Cubs. What and, logo uh, is that? Is that the Expos? That's the Expos. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Boy. Montreal Expos.
0: What so year like, do you think that is? I don't know. It had to be in the 70s maybe. Seventies. not,
1: maybe like early, early 80s, but it had to be maybe 70s or something like that.
0: He's opening this in a new tab. Oh, no, that's it's just, cool. Yeah. He's to, you can zoom in on the touch screen. I think you can uh, zoom in, but that's a, that's a funny picture, dude. <laughs>
1: that's what everybody says. It's like in the Afro coming out of that hat, man. I'm like, it was. Yeah.
0: I don't know <laughs> if the laptop will let you do this, Ben, but you can, you can touch the screen and then zoom in. There it is. That's it. Look at that thing. <laughs> that's, dad, that's I love man. it, dude. That's great. Man, you oh. guys, I know it's always a joke, but like, you definitely look alike. Is that him on the far left, on the top yeah, left? Yeah, that's
1: wow. kind of a newer one. Probably in the last one? maybe five years was his. So, is this yeah. him as a
0: coach? Yes,
1: yeah, so at the Philadelphia Phillies for the AAA team. That was in a Clearwater, Florida.
0: Open image and a new tab is like fifth or sixth one Man, down. Nice. Yeah. He still
1: looks like that. So Go
0: down a little bit, Ben. Keep going. Right there. Yeah, open a new tab and – there it is. That's that's him. That's daddy-o. Oh. Look
1: at that right there. Yep, Ray Burris. <laughs> Look at that man. Yeah. Got the white
0: white goatee and everything. Of course, <laughs> of course. That's. <laughs> Do you think you're gonna rock? Because you got the you got the goatee going too. Is that influenced by the dad? No, this was influenced by COVID. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's, when COVID hit, I didn't shave. That's the first. This is like seriously the first time ever I've ever had this. I oh, never shaved really. This, nope. All the time until COVID hit, I was always clean shaven. Nice. Never let it grow out. Shaved it, and then one day just like Max was like. I like that. I'm like, okay, so I just kept it. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) What influence women have over us guys. When they are like, oh, I like that. Like, oh, I'm going to keep it.
2: (laughs)
0: Yeah, man. Well, I, um, you know, I got out of the Marine Corps in 2016 and, um, and I basically just started my journey on like, yeah, for how many years did I have to like have a clean shaven face? Yeah. And, uh, and I'd always have a mix. I'd always have a mix of like day weeks where I couldn't, I just didn't get my time organized. I didn't go get a, a haircut, or I didn't have the money to go get a haircut. So you just do a barracks cut, and you just have your own clippers at home. So you shave your head. So I was always a shaved head, clean shaven guy, and I always looked like some. Ang- Every girl I was like, or I was dating was always like, "Oh, you look, always look like you're angry or something." And I know you're not angry, but you always just look like you're angry, and I'm like yeah. or a skinhead or something. I'm like, I just because I'm cheap and I don't have a fucking like. Money for a barber, and I don't. I ran out of time on Saturday night, and you're supposed to get a haircut on Sunday, and I don't have money, and blah blah blah. blah. So, get out of the military, and I'm like, All right, it's on, man. It's on. Let's get some <laughs> longer hair going. Let's get the goatee and the beard and just experiment. So, yeah, it's you gotta
1: experiment. It's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, I like it. It's nice, man. How yeah. so
0: you, since 2019, you had that?
1: Yeah, 20, well, 2020 actually. Mm. So, that's when it hit. Was like, that like March 2020? Yeah, yeah. So they grow out like I think it's grew up in May, mm-hmm. and I had all this, but this does not fill in. <laughs> it does not fill in at all. It's so thin. I'm like, nope. Yeah, just, just keep this.
0: Well, yeah, and I, I think I've got to realize that about myself too. Is like if if anyone looking on the camera right now in video, like it doesn't quite fill in. It's not a, um, you know, it's not a John Krasinski, uh, goatee. It's definitely oh. or beard. It's definitely like a thin patchy kind of it's trying to be a beard the goatee part the goatee part fills in for sure all the way all day long so if i wanted to do that but then i feel like i'd even be more you know Aryan race looking dude like (laughs) i've got the goatee that's just like clean shaven high and tight haircut and i'm like a more whatever but um yeah i like the idea of having like a nice thick operator beard but uh mm-hmm. which I've worked with a lot of those <laughs> dudes that do and just genetically wasn't in the in the cards for me mm-hmm. but um yeah I man I think I think this works I think if I can kind of just razor this down and then kind of have it like curved uh-huh. you know I was in Europe this summer and um um, to everyone listening, I'm going to later on, I'm going to be talking about all this Europe stuff from earlier in the year, but I'm not going to talk about it just now. But I was in Europe for a few months this summer, and um, nice. I was in Poland um, on my on my way back home. One of the best barber experiences I've ever had. Uh-huh. This guy spent time talking, consulting with me about my hair. Oh, you have a little calic thing back there. You got a thing. We're going to work through this with the razor blade. I got the little clipper thing for this spent like about 15 minutes talking to me about the haircut oh wow and we're also shooting the shit yeah how'd you start your barber thing where you from you know the whole deal so we're talking it's a cool vibe and then he's like oh we can do something with your beard and i was like oh really because i was just gonna have you shave it off like i had been out you know in the sticks for a while i had like a real mountain man beard it was just all a mess and he's like oh we can do this i'm gonna make you a nice um a nice thing because he was from uh Tunisia I think Um, Algeria I I hate that I forget where he's from He was like from northern Africa Okay. And so it's one of these things Where it's like an Arab African beard thing And so he did this beard dye And so Because my beard comes out much lighter than my hair Uh On the top of my head He did this thing where he dyed my beard So he did this thing with a straight edge razor Get it perfectly lined up like, you see in those Arab pictures, like right. an Arab prince or something, and then you got this beard that's, like, perfectly meticulously groomed. Yeah. That's what he did for me. And he did this thing where he dyed the beard, and he put this toner, is what he called it, a toner, and he dyed it black. And it brought my beard out way more than it was before. And so when I came back from Europe to the U.S., I had this badass-looking beard, man. It looked like <laughs> fucking <laughs> just came off a magazine cover or something. I was like, fuck, dude, I feel so, like... <laughs> So like a gentleman, you know, mm. like a nice man beard. <laughs> it looked really clean. A kingsman, <laughs> A kingsman, yeah. Just like a royal somebody or other. But yeah, it was a good it was a good beard experience. Very nice. Yeah.
1: Very nice. Yeah. It's good to have this. I've gotten a lot of compliments, I'll I'll take it. Mm.
0: Yeah, you so. look great with the the goatee. Looks yeah. good, man. Thank you, yeah.
1: thank you. I try, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I need, I need to go to find that guy that you went to, dude. See I got I
0: got him in my Google reviews. I got a in the because I gave him a five star. I was like, this is top notch five. St- if there's a five star, this is the guy's five star. Gotcha. I mean, he he did it up. He was great, great haircut too. Um, he knew how to do the fade. I
1: love a good fade. Sorry, that's it, man.
0: Love a good fade or the little high top I had in high school. <laughs> yeah, what did you do the kid and play?
1: No, I didn't have it that tall. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> it was like a, a faded high top. Mm-hmm. So it kind of goes up and, and slopes up a little bit and then comes up top. But it wasn't like probably like that tall. It yeah. wasn't, wasn't, wasn't tall like kids, no. Not even close to that or play or whatever, whichever one of their names. I was getting confused. But mm-hmm. yeah, not that high. Of course, everybody wanted that hairstyle then. But then once you got into the basketball scene in high school, all of us shaved our heads like this. And it's been like this ever since
0: basketball season Mm -hmm. why does basketball season make you shave the head we all just wanted to be
1: teammates and we all all the whole team shaved it like this so we were just like hey we stick together we do it
0: yeah yeah white and black teammates alike oh yeah all shaved their head all
1: shaved like this yeah that's cool
0: it was fun yeah a lot of fun yeah that's good (laughs) um yeah i didn't i didn't really play sports in high school Mm -hmm. it was more of like a like a junior high and younger kind of thing Once I got in the high school, I got involved in music. Music was like a big thing. Played guitar, bass, piano, drums. Drums was my first thing, I think. Okay. And it was just like a a chance for me to express what was going on inside, you know. What was going on inside? About anger or something? Yeah. Just how to get it out? Yeah. Well, it wasn't, I don't, it was anger for sure, Mm -hmm. but I think it was a mix of, um, I didn't know what it was. Right, I'm 13, 14, and then 15, I didn't know what was going on inside. I just knew there was a lot of emotion, Mm -hmm. and how do you get that shit out of there, Yeah, I don't know how, no one's giving me the tools to express this, so it's, uh, it's like inside, and it's not going anywhere. Yeah. I gotta get it out. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just connected with the right group of people, and I was on a drum kit as often as I could be. I was playing a guitar as often as I could be, and I was just Mm. jamming. I remember this, I was thinking about this the other day. I think it was 16 or 17, and I was playing guitar, and I was on the trunk of my car in the driveway playing my acoustic guitar, and I was just having a real emotional kid emo moment. (laughs) (laughs) Like... And I'm just wailing on the guitar, and I'm like, la and I'm just wailing. I'm singing really loud, and I can't sing for shit anyway. But I, I can hold a tune. But at 16, I'm just dumping out all these emotions and stuff. And and I'm and I don't even realize like where I'm at. I'm in my neighborhood. My mom. What is that? <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> Who is this guy? i was seeing this
2: guy. The he's fuck dancing. Is this? <laughs>
0: he's dancing at like
1: a music <laughs> fair or something. Ben is
0: showing some weird. Bald guy, shirtless dancing He's at an EDM show. He's crazy. He, who that is? guy is that that bald guy. I've that guy. Seen the that clip guy. before? Oh, you have you? mm Hmm. Oh, my shit went out. Let me get a. So did mine. Yeah, that's it's weird. Like, it keeps going out. I don't
1: know why it keeps going out. Usually, when you get it started, it doesn't yeah. go out.
0: It's not like incense where it just keeps going no matter which angle you have it at. Ashton, you need to make some more uh, incense. Oh. What the hell was that? Did you catch that on camera? That was crazy. Did you see that, Ben? He he lit the match, and this, like, torch fireball, like, flew away from him. Yeah, I got to get the blowtorch, man. I'm sorry. Um, but even still, once we get it lit, it should be going. Let me mm-hmm. grab that once you're done. Oh, there we go. Um, so I'm wheeling on the trunk of the hood of the uh, uh, the trunk of the car. Uh-huh. La 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 la, and I only know like eight chords in my life, you know. i <laughs> just playing the same shit. And My mom comes out and like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And she's like, "We can hear you from my bedroom, which is like on the second floor of the back of the house." I'm like, "I can hear you like full volume. Like, why are you screaming?" And so it like dawns on me like the whole neighborhood can <laughs> hear like my emo. <laughs> fucking <laughs> emotional crying moment like
1: <laughs> so now like having this vision of you like you're walking out for school the next day and i was like coming down your leg like, looking at you and what is yeah it's him that's someone yeah. else singing last night right there yep <laughs> just keep walking ignore don't make eye contact yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit this just went out
1: no that's cool that you're in music that's that's really cool
0: um do you think you got into sports because of your dad because uh, you're you are in sports, you're working for a sports network, you're doing kind of like a technical thing, but you're in sports, so you think that's a dad influence?
2: Mm, I
1: would say a little bit. I mean, because like, like, when we first started playing sports, we weren't with our dad, we were living with our mom because they were already divorced at that time. So, me mm-hmm. and my brother in elementary school, our first love was soccer, like, we started off playing soccer, which still love to this day like still my I love soccer to a passion that's probably why i like to lasso so much but yeah uh, i it's love a good that show. show oh it's such a good show yeah so then uh i would say about maybe near sixth grade we had a little we had a small little growth spurt and then started playing basketball and then i just fell head over heels in front of loving basketball and just started everything i did was basketball I was watching mj it was doing this it was Let's see, like, me and my brothers would go for the, like, on a Saturday. We'd get up at like eight o'clock. We'd be right at the rec, rec center, which we didn't even have a membership, but they knew us. So we'd live the same. We'd be playing there till the time it opened, till the time it closed. And the only time we left was go, to tour, go back home and get something to eat and then come back. Yeah. And we would play. Me and my brother would have, we had our little Casio watch. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're timing games out, you know, and we're playing full on games, having eight minute quarters, 10 minute quarters. And we just played all day long. That's all we did just play basketball. That's great, man. So that's, I think that's how we got into it. And then just, I just fell in love with sports. And then college, I was doing broadcasting and sports broadcasting. Where I got to go see the teams and doing that. And I love doing that. I love doing play by play, love doing play by play, but doing that way, just, especially basketball because it's so fast paced and I can just, I talk so quickly. Yeah. So i got to remember telling tell myself, hey, slow, slow down because you, you talk too fast. So that one was good because like I did it with another, another uh, classmate of mine when we had to do the UTA Mavericks game one time and he was really slow, like doing play by play and then we would switch. So we we're like one quarter, one person would do play by play, the next, and the other person would do color commentary. So, like what? The-
0: what and, and let me interrupt yeah, what, no, so help me out I, I'm pretty sure I know but what's the difference between play by play and color commentary
1: so play by play is of course you're calling the plays like it is so you know he drives okay. baseline goes in for the layup you know passes it off to the left you know left side of the court yeah. commentary or color he commentary it's nothing but net right so Three color points. commentary yeah. is like okay he's 38% you're giving like the stats like mm-hmm. you're bringing in color just like okay yeah. last time he did this he did this last game he had twenty four forty five 45 points or He's known for driving baseline. He's like a 30% shooter on the baseline. You come in whenever the play-by-play person kind of has like a pause mm-hmm. to kind of fill that gap. So he was very slow. Like he would do play-by-play, and they'd be at the end of the court, but he's still telling what's going on, on the other side. And I'm like, you got to go a little faster. You're way behind. Like this play is already starting right here. You've got you to catch up. So he's like, okay, i got to work on it. i got to work on it. But I, I love it because I'm just like, he's going baseline. He's just, just, I'm just going quick, quick, quick. I, I love doing that. Now, baseball is a whole different story. That's slow as hell. Baseball, yeah, dude. <laughs> it is slow. <laughs> but I will say this my teacher picked me to go with our UTA team down to the championship down in Brownsville so I could pick one other person. So I picked this other guy, and we had the best color, commentar- color commentary, play by play session. Oh, it was so good. We were on, like, just hitting everything. And of course, it was a horrible game. We won. I think we lost 1 0, but it still was good. Like, we had so much fun. We had it recorded. And then I lost that recording. Oh. Whenever me and my, my, well, we were about to get married. And my girlfriend, but that wasn't my daughter, moved. Like in the move, that box of tapes that I had on my recording stuff got lost. And I was like, no. I was so. That was your audition tape. Man. It was my audition tape. I'm like, yeah. how am I going to do this again? I got to do this like freestyle now. I got to watch TV and just record it, you know? And I was oh, I was so bummed. That was, just, that was, that killed me. It killed me to lose that tape.
0: What do you feel like you're better at? Color commentary or play by play? play by play that's your thing that's my thing that's my thing can yeah. i can i do i'll do what we'll do is we'll record a game one time and i'll just throw in color because com- color commentary is not just about the stats it can no. be just like yeah look at this guy he looks a little tired a little yeah. hungover do <laughs> Man, that
1: boy doesn't praise it's kind of like he's long-winded but treyman does does color commentary <laughs> great yeah because sometimes i'm watching football i'm like okay, dude, the play's about to start. You need, you need to be quiet. He's, he needs to do the play-by-play. Play. He just keeps going and going and going. I'm like, oh, my God, Troy. You, you need to stop. Like, come on, stop. I was like,
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's one thing to be a famous football player. It's another to talk about dudes doing it and commentating. Yeah. 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 I wonder, um, before we had modern sports, because what it was basketball is like eighteen nineties or something. It came out and baseball is like in the eighteen sixties or I'm throwing out numbers. But no, baseball not like 18- that because
1: Cubs won when they won the World Series a couple years back. That was a hundred years before they won their last one, so it took them a hundred years to win it.
0: Right. Yeah. But baseball was invented in the eighteen hundreds, right? Something like that. I think.
1: I don't know the exact date, but it sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So what did you do? What did they have in the seventeen hundreds? They had
1: that stuff that was what the uh, the Aztecs or something they had the the big circular ball thing holes that you that throw yeah, that ball yeah, through. I yeah, can't remember what was, the sport was called, but it was stone like a big ball. arena. Yeah, a stone ball that those little holes. I can't remember what it's called. That's but. the
0: original basketball. <laughs> That's the original man. That's the original. You Without. think basketball is? What's that? Oh,
2: 1846.
0: Eighteen forty-six basketball. Baseball, baseball. Okay, okay. my mistake. Naismith
1: baseball. made basketball. Sorry, I got to so. move
0: the headphones back a little bit. I think it was John. Okay. John
1: Naismith or Joe Naismith? Not Naismith. Uh. Naismith, right? Isn't there a trophy? Basketball, was it. Well, the NBA was founded in nineteen forty six. Nineteen forty six. Nineteen forty six. Forty six. Yeah. yeah. 46? And, mm-hmm.
2: uh, the
0: game itself was founded, invented in eighteen ninety one. Right. I knew it was right. the 1890s. Okay, yeah, yeah, because it was before there wasn't a, a swish with net; it was a basket, mm-hmm. a literal basket, and you throw the ball in the basket, and then there'd be a dude that would take it out and throw it, mm-hmm. and you reset the play. Right. Yeah. You
1: no know, three-point lines in college when they started. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. I look at it. I'm like, oh, that's so weird. I don't know if I could play back then. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah,
0: weird. dude, there are guys that are laser-precise now that, um, is it Kevin Kevin Durant? Oh, he's
1: a great shooter. Kevin Durant's C- pull amazing. Pull up, Ben
0: w- – I'll give you a minute. Can you pull up some Kevin Durant – I think it's Kevin Durant. I watched his video on YouTube. It was um, a Kevin Durant three-point thing, and he was just warming up before a game, and mm-hmm. he just swish, swish. Oh, no, Stephen Curry. Steph Curry. Stephen, Steph Curry. Steph that was the number one reason, yeah. he's Pull, the number up, one. Ste- pull up the Steph Curry three-point – uh, warm up or something like that. It was, yeah, he's, dude, he's ridiculous. He was, um, n- I think n- no, I don't know that. That's the one. Um, just anything with Steph Curry three points. There was a specific one where he's warming up before a game, and he's just swishing, swishing, swishing three points, and he's just running around. Mm-hmm. And you got the the ball people that are um. Um, just throwing the ball back at him like like a machine. And yeah, it's like, dude, you were
1: It's the muscle memory when yeah. you have that flip. I know exactly what it is. You shoot so many, your wrist just gets used to it. Just you just do it without even go. thinking It's Are just we... like whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. And it's just like This is it, look at this guy. And he has a great shot, it's a quick release. He just—he knows it. Pop. It's just—it's ridiculous. And you he got a guy back, right there. back. Yep.
0: I've seen this guy. The guy. Look at the guy throwing him. He's got kind of a gray hair. I've seen this guy in several videos. He just pops the ball. He just works with Steph Curry. Boom. Mm-hmm. Look. He's stepping back. He's working his way to the half court. Yeah. Boom. It's ridiculous. He's working his way. Boom. Like, just. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And then he works his way back, and then he yeah. works his way forward, and he's like, "Yep, I'm getting my distances." He's just warming up. Boom. Never going to miss. We're right. going to go up to the free free throw. Yep. What's the free throw, the average? Boom. I
1: love that high
2: one. Bam! That was like my twin brother when he did that's a layup. That's it. Yeah. That's it.
1: Oh, my gosh. It's crazy good. It's crazy good. It's great. I love basketball. What is that guy
0: make per year?
1: Oh, God. He's probably like close to $30 million a year. Yeah. If that's well, that doesn't include endorsements and everything else. He gets, so, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, it's it's what's amazing to me is a dude like that is making million tens of millions a year.
1: Million there we go. What is it? Forty five. Forty five point seven million. Forty five point
0: seven. That's rounded up. We're just gonna call it forty six million a year mm-hmm. to throw a ball into a hole. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, like yeah, 20. but he may throw a ball in a hole, but you gotta think about how much attendance he draws the crowd in it. because those yeah. games are gonna be sold out. So, I get it. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm not a
0: hey, man I, I, know. I more power to the guy, but Jesus <laughs> forty
1: five million. Jesus. I would take, hey, give me five million a year, I'll do that. I don't care, I'll sit on the bench and be the biggest cheerleader you ever had. I'm sorry.
0: Well that's what happens, right? You get you get a group of guys cause he said eighteen ninety one, mm-hmm. the game's invented. Mm -hmm. Really becomes the NBA 1946. So starting out, you just get anybody that's willing to do that. Oh
2: yeah, right.
0: Because everyone else is doing a job. Mm -hmm. Everyone's working a job or something, and you got a bunch of goofballs that are in the at the very beginning, Mm -hmm. and they're like, "We're professional basketball players." And then you get a guy in there that's like, has way more acuity, hand-eye coordination, and can fucking nail that basket way better than these pros, right? And you're like, wait a minute, there's somebody that's genetically predispositioned to gauging the physics, the trajectory of the weight of this ball with the air, the velocity, the distance, the size of the hole, the, the backboard, all that shit, right? hmm Well, he's better. We're going to pay him 100000 a year. And then a guy comes out three years later, and he's a little bit better than that guy we're gonna pay him one hundred fifty thousand 000 a year and it just keeps going and keeps going and then well wait a minute we're selling jerseys and hot dogs and beer and tickets and all that stuff so we're gonna pay this next guy three hundred thousand, and it just keeps going so you're you're in the sports world uh-huh. what are we seeing what's what's this going to be is it going to continue to where we've got guys making 90 million a year on a contract like is this it's not sustainable right like what what do you see sports going how, how do you mean, see it going
1: it, it could be sustainable I think it yeah. just depends because you got you have one you have broadcasting rights for the teams that have that so mm-hmm. you're going to broadcasting rights are going to keep increasing you're going to think about the what am I going on this it was of course you're always going to have attendance so you're going to have that one you're mm-hmm. going to have inflation <laughs> so I think okay. teams are going to keep getting on that way because you can think about Jerry when he bought the Cowboys for like Several hundred million, not even hundred million, It's like a several million dollars. I'd say it was pennies. Now he's worth what two, three billion for that for that franchise. Probably even more than that, I think. Um, of course, jerseys, advertising. You have, I mean, arenas are probably going to get bigger. They have to if you're going to make that kind of money. I mean, you know, it just keeps gradually going up and up and up, and it's just, it's just, it's ridiculous. And one of its mainly is broadcast rights. Broadcast rights keeps going up like crazy.
0: Is that is that a big uh, revenue driver, you think? hmm Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. NBA gets they have a contract of how much they get for the broadcast. So people are commercials. Keep, advertising. Yeah, commercials and all that stuff. And I think I think it? someone just signed a huge contract. I think it might have been the somewhere in college football, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken, with oh, who was it? It was someone, I don't remember who it is, but I just saw that like a couple days ago where their broadcast rights were ridiculous. I think it was like nine hundred million or something like that. So it's it's ridiculous. For, for how me. much time? Things like ten years or something like that, so it's over a long period of time, but still, it's a lot of money. But so next time when they renew that, it's going to even be higher because inflation, all that, sort of advertising dollars are going to be higher. It's just going to keep going up.
0: But it's locked in, right? Ninety million for ten years, or right, nine, I'm sorry, 900 nine hundred yeah, million. So
1: basically, yeah, nine million a year, basically. Or that's not right. 90 million. 90 million, 90 million, 90 million, million a year. year. So it could be Jesus. next, when they do renew contracts, it could be 120 million But how many
0: year. commercials does that add up to? Like, what does that equate to? So I'm going to give you 900 million bucks for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And then how many commercials per game or per day? What well,
1: that depends on the advertisers. They got to go out there and get the advertising dollars to come in. And then it just depends on that. And what is It's not 900 million for them because they're probably making way more than that 900 million whoever the broadcasters are rights. So this is part of what their package is what they get. Mm-hmm. so that's what they're doing so like the, even the nba and nfl which nfl is ridiculous yeah there's they have packages they're just going to come out you're going to have like what like was perfect example amazon mm-hmm. now they they broadcast or i think it was last year they put in that bid to broadcast every thursday night game football for this season which they do you yeah. can only watch thursday night football on amazon prime right. that's it yeah. so now you have these more streamers. netflix might get on that in one time a year but like hey we want every monday night football you can only see it on Netflix. That could happen. Yeah, But like I said, more of these streaming services can go in and bid, and it's just going to be ridiculous and ridiculous because they're going to probably be trying to outbid all these other bidders. Next thing you know, you're going to be watching Twitter with Elon Musk. <laughs> 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 I'm like,
0: great. Elon <laughs> Musk providing color commentary <laughs> on, the, on, on the Raiders, <laughs> the Las Vegas Raiders. We're
1: good. Stick with your SpaceX. We're great. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man.
0: You stick with rockets and cars.
1: So, I mean – guys, yeah. yeah, kind of, and then you also throw in this now because let's say, for some great reason, all fifty states go in and actually approve gambling in mm-hmm. every single state. So now you can have live gambling on these on these games. So you can say, like I said, I think I was telling you earlier, this quarter. Let's say Mavericks. This fourth quarter, we say Mavericks score twenty points in this quarter. Bet on this right now. You have some something that scrolls across the bottom of the screen that says. Call this number, or if you have an app, it could be, even be an app. You know, go into this app, bet 10 bucks so that you can win this bet that they're going to score 20 points, or like is going to get five points, five assists, and five steals. You never know. It could be anything because it's like Las Vegas. You can put any yeah. gambling thing out there, and you're just going to do it in real time, though. So you have those advertising dollars, you add in those betting dollars. Heck, you could, sky's the
0: limit. That's awesome, man. And there's so much money. What we have to acknowledge at the end of the day, this is all entertainment, yeah, and I think I thought about this, I thought about like what's the what's the an intention of this podcast? It's like, yeah, I want to entertain mm-hmm. I want to educate, but ultimately it's it's a good time, it's just fun, we're recording some stuff, we're showing some highlights, we're looking at. Pictures of your dad with an afro sticking out of his hat, like it's a good time people are having fun with it, right. but for this to facilitate, I had to pay for equipment mm-hmm. I had the you know we were having some old fashioned so I bought whiskey about the glasses about the the stuff right so right. there's there's some costs associated with this entertainment system mm-hmm. that goes into people watching it and having a good time right this is this is a skeleton crew compared to like what an NFL game looks like, or an NBA game, or even a college football game, or, or a basketball, or whatever, right? Baseball. Um, like the amount of money that goes into paying and setting up the structure for entertainment. Mm-hmm. So when I think about society, and it's like, why is entertainment so much of a driver for who we are as a people? It's like, we, we need food, mm-hmm. we need water, we need shelter. We need, um, at the end of the day, if we go through those tiers of the hierarchy of needs, like at some point we need entertainment Mm -hmm. because we're going to be bored. If we, if we establish a place to where we're safe, we're comfortable, we're healthy, we're provided for in terms of like hunting, gathering, agriculture, right, irrigation, sanitation, Mm -hmm. like all those basic needs are met. Well, what are we doing now? Because we spent all this energy building up a, a substructure of society to this certain point. And now what do we do with ourselves on a Thursday night or right. a Friday night? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't, we're not fighting against a saber-toothed tiger in a cave. That's not happening. <laughs> that would be an entertaining Thursday or Friday night. Right. You know, someone might die, someone might not. There's some entertainment value in that. Hey, i bet you, you know. You know, I'll bet you a fur coat that Fred dies from the saber-tooth tiger or whatever, right? Like, that's the original, you know, shit right? from entertainment. And it's evolved to a place to where society has gotten to where we're now creating games or creating so much stuff of our society is entertainment-driven. Mm-hmm. But it's not just that. There's science- There's culture, there's art, Mm -hmm. there's a bunch of different things. But I think that humanity has gotten to a point to where there's so much safety in just our existing. The structure is there. The infrastructure is there. And to where we don't have to be scared for our own survival in general. I know there's places in the world that's not the case. But in general, human, human survival is kind of a sure thing. So what do we do with our time now? And so us creating the games, the entertainment around it, the advertising, all of that stuff, there's so much money, so much energy and time that surrounds that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's it's a great thing. I think it's great for humanity. I think it, it, it it's a diversion. It's entertainment. It's fun. It's gathering of friends and family. Yeah. I think it's a cool thing. Yeah. Um, and I love that you're behind the scenes on that. <laughs> you're kind of like, all right. Um, cause if, I don't know if you've, have you thought about this? Like uh, I like to, I love to zoom out and look at the full picture. And have you ever thought about it? Like you, you said earlier on a Friday night, you've already mapped out what the Monday game commercials is going to look like. So mm-hmm. if you realize it, Bob and Sally on Monday, are sitting at home watching their TV and they're going to watch that Sonic commercial or the Lexus commercial or whatever. And you've, you've done that. Yeah. Have you thought about I've that? I've thought about that a lot. Yeah. Like, that's just cool. Even
1: when I've watched, it, I'm like, that's really cool. I actually did that. Like, wow. the Commercials are going good. Cause yeah, you know, like, like sometimes I think about like even placing commercials, like just cause you never think about this. Like I never place a liquor commercial before a car because you don't want to drink and then drive. Well, so I, I... put it. That's what we do. Because think about, it, hey, I, I don't put a Coors or Miller light or even like a Bacardi or a Brown Foreman spot in front of a car. Really, oh, why do they put the car before the drinking?
0: Is this a company policy, or this is your mm-hmm. thing?
1: I mean, it was this thing like we do it we try not to do that like it was just come kind of like, back well, I, when i first started i did that on my own like that's that's weird i want, why would i tell people to drink and then drive like no let me just put that and i changed it but then it was like that makes sense so we just like let's just try to keep it that way wow so it is because you think about like that's okay so thoughtful huh? well yeah i just do like that <laughs> you know when i do that. like sometimes i'll put like an insurance before the car cause i'm like you need the insurance before you get a car because they're going to check to see if you have insurance before you go off the lot it's just, wow. it's just little things you think about like that. So it's just it's, just, it's mind games because when you think about how they say commercials can influence people or advertising because you know, oh, you got to be yeah. skinny and do this for women's image. Like, screw that. Not everybody looks that way. Um, it's just the way it is. It's just mind, perception, and per- you don't want to influence that way. Like, hey, let's go get a beer, and then I'll go drive after I've been drinking. And I don't want someone to be like, oh, crap. You know? I just, yeah. just the that's the way I thought about it. So it's just...
0: It's really thoughtful, man, especially because it's not necessarily company policy. It's just something you guys thought about. You're like, yeah, it's probably weird to put that there. Yeah. Like a weight loss commercial, and then you put like a fast food commercial after
1: (laughs) 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 it. I feel guilty putting like a... Like a liquor spot after, like, a hospital spot, like yeah. Baylor Scott. I'm like, God, man, like, oh, we got healthy issues. I'm like, yeah, I'll just go drink. Like, oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah. Know, this feels bad. I just try to think about those things. UT you never know.
0: Southwestern. We're here when you need us. Drink all day on the beach right. with Bacardi. I'm <laughs> like, well, <laughs> those two probably shouldn't be together. That's a weird thing. <laughs> it is, but
1: it's just something I thought about. It was just great. So, yeah, I just I just don't do that. <laughs> it's just
2: great. That
0: was good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I love that it's something you're not even you're not even being told to do. There's no corporate, you know, guidance coming down from that. You're right. just thinking like it's probably a weird thing. If I was myself sitting on the couch, you know, what kind of message am I sending with these commercials and stuff? And yeah, yeah it's funny when you see two oddly placed commercials next to each other. And you're like, what was the guy thinking? And that was a weird programming choice.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. It is.
0: Yeah one of my favorite commercials of all time is um it's not Rosetta Stone it's some language other language uh, company okay. like learn learn how to speak german or right. english or something like that and um and the, it starts with this like german um like naval officer telling his new guy like Bip schnell, mach schnell, blah blah blah. Whatever, a bunch of German words. I don't know German, and he's saying all this stuff in German. And like, this is the radio. This is what the blah blah blah. This is how you talk to the people. All right, you're done. And then it, like he he leaves. He fucks off somewhere. And then the, you have the, like the young kid that's just sitting there, and he gets this like mayday call, and they're like, "Hello, hello, S O S, mayday, mayday, is someone there?" And the guy's like, "It's in English." but uh-huh. The guy's German, and he's like. Hello, this is the German Coast Guard. <laughs> and he's like, we're sinking, we're sinking, help us, we're sinking, we need help. And he goes, hello, what are you sinking about? <laughs> <laughs> and then they go, hey, learn language, learn how to speak another language. Oh, I feel sorry for
1: those guys that called you for the SOS.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, you fucking idiot. We're sinking in a boat. Like, we're not thinking about anything. Good marketing, though. Yeah, was it's like a that. great commercial. <laughs> yeah. I love commercials like that.
1: Yeah, the thoughtful ones that were like, oh, yeah, we should have probably thought that better. Yeah. yeah. yeah I high- uh, learned that.
0: Highlights the language differences. Right, right. Highlights exactly the, the ultimate, like, worst case scenario why you would need to understand language. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're about to die. You're about- sink. Yeah. In the
1: ocean. Sorry. God,
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Oh man, that's great. Well,
0: that's cool, man. I think it's really cool that you, um, you had this journey, like your dad was a professional athlete. You got into, um, um, sports kind of in another way. Mm -hmm. Like you played sports, you and your brother did, and you got into, um, like the, the technical broadcasting angle of, of stuff um, and all through, and all through the whole thing, it's like, you're this like upbeat, positive dude maintaining, uh, the philosophy. Um, yeah, it's fun. It's cool stuff.
1: It is. It is.
0: Yeah. Oh. What do you do? What are you doing? Um, when you're not doing the, the stuff, cause this is the, I imagine this is like a kind of a 40 hour a week job. Oh yeah. What's the, what's the hobby stuff? What are you doing when you're, when you're not there?
1: Uh, I mean. Playing sports, of course. We're on a softball team right now, so that's a good thing. Okay. We play every Friday. Yeah. So, and then I know we want to start another basketball team at Valley Sports, like another employee basketball team that we did uh, before oh, cool. COVID hit. And when you play
0: against other, like, other. Broadcast teams? or no, something? No, I wish like, we did. Yeah. That would be freaking
1: amazing. But no, playing it's like against a, ESPN. I know, right? Like be... whoop y'all's butts. Yeah, I, yeah. Play dinner when we see our highlights. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's like, yeah. Um, no, it's just at the Field House in Grapevine. Just those, just regular people that come and play there. So that's about it. I yeah. need, I actually need to get that started again. Um, other hobbies, I like to DJ, so. Yeah I, yeah, I
0: you told me about this. So yeah. You've, you've DJed like a bunch. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm on equipment and everything. So, what? DJ, yeah, I've
1: DJed tons of weddings. I've done okay. parties. I did a quinceanera. That was kind of cool. cool. I was kind of <laughs> like, I got no, um, I'm not trying to be mean or anything, but I never. I don't have any Mexican music. So, I'm like, you got to give me some hints. So, they gave me a whole bunch of stuff. I'm like, okay, I downloaded yeah. and got all the stuff I needed to get and mm-hmm. played it. And it was awesome. Like, they rocked out. So, it was great. What do
0: you are you scratching records? Like what is DJ? <laughs> well, I I know that's <laughs> so obnoxious. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know what what does DJing look like in 2022? Like I don't have a. It's, I, I it, to me it just feels like a guy that hits play on the thing. But what what what's what's DJing look like? No, I mean
1: it's digital now. I mean everything you can have on your your laptop, and you just mix it with the mixer. You know you get mm-hmm. your board, and you 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 can fade in things in and out. You can Reverse or reverb and all the stuff you want to do is just right there in your computer, or you have a little uh, what do you call it? Um, like a launch pad? No, it's I'm going I'm going blank on the term, uh, whatever soundboard or whatever you have on there. But mine's just that way. Everything's on a little USB, and then I have the program that I use for it's just called Mix. Okay, and I can get all the songs on there, and I just drag up there, and there's four little things, and I can just fade it in, fade it out, get all the stuff, scratch it if I need to do all that stuff on there. It's what? easy now. Yeah, yeah you see, I me. Mean, you, you want to keep on top because you got to know when the song's about to end. You don't want to be like having to sure. pause. And so you got to keep on like, okay, there it is. And it counts down. Mm-hmm. and You know, you can fade this one in and get, get everything back. It's just... It's easy now. It's very, very easy. Really? Everybody makes it look hard, but it's easy.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you you if you go to like we've been to EDM shows and stuff, and and you look at the DJ and it looks like he's doing a whole bunch. Of, it looks like he has a seizure up there. Like <laughs> he's just having these like moving around a bunch and everything. I'm like, you're just hitting play on a set that you pre-recorded, man. Like right. that's how I think about it. Well, you know? those
1: guys they have like a whole whole array of just mixers and everything so they yeah. probably are doing a lot like but they know okay. they probably done it at home and practiced it where they know i gotta get this song i get this on and sometimes it even mm-hmm. looks like me because i'm like oh crap i gotta get this song on what song is actually going to complement this next one because you don't want to go like a really do, 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 to another mm, it's just very slow and you're like wow mm-hmm. i'll like, be crowd now they're all leaving the floor because it's like super slow like you want to kind of bring it down gradually into right. that and then you bring it back up yeah, so that's what I do. So like, even when I start off for weddings, I start off with stuff that's like maybe the '70s and '80s because you okay. got the older crowd that're gonna leave early. They so you want to get them on the dance floor first. <laughs> they do, and then they leave, and then you know
0: they're out of there you by 9:30. Seriously, then yeah. you get
1: the party stuff, and you're back in the yeah. 2000s. You're going to the new age stuff, and you got the young people are like, yeah, and they're all partying. And by that time, they're drunk, so they're all like, yeah, we don't care what you play. They're like, yeah, I just play it on, and they're out there on the dance floor just having a great time. I'm like, yeah, let's get them and then. It's just fun. I love to see people out there dancing, which means I know I did my job great.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I well, told them, huh? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Now
1: they'll say, well, I'll quit DJing whenever I stop getting the butterflies. but every, oh, that's every cool. Every, yeah. So right now I still get butterflies every time. What are the I butterflies? DJ. What is that? Just nervous because I want to make them have a great wedding. I don't want, didn't have a bad experience with me DJ, I'm like, dude, I want your crowd to dance. I want y'all to dance. Yeah. And it's always like, I think I want to do a good job for you because you are paying me, but I want you to have a good experience as well. Mm-hmm. And when I have that time where I'm like, Psh, I don't care, I'm like, I need to stop doing this. So, yeah.
0: That's cool, man. Mm-hmm. That's a cool thing. What got you into DJing?
1: It was in college in the end of senior and high school in college we always had parties and i was always the one manning the music and yeah. i was always like okay i got the seat C- well that time a cd so i had to put the cd in put on the music and then i was like this thing takes too long i gotta put in all these different cds and i'm yep. just gonna start making a mix so i just like Burn my own seeds with all the songs on there. I just put it in there, and that's why I started making me do all the sorry, yeah, it's okay. all the DJ stuff. And I was like, I like doing this. I get the crowd; they're all dancing. My friends are having fun. They're like, yeah, I'm like okay. And that's that's again.
0: Is there anything of you DJing we could pull up? No, there's
1: nothing on are the web. Sure? I'm, I'm positive there's nothing on the web. Unless no. someone recorded me and I had no clue, but there's nothing on the web that I know. While of While we're
0: talking, let's see if we can let's see if we can Google Damon Burris DJing. Yeah. We'll be DJing. You might we'll find, find me
1: it. on like IMDb. <laughs> What did you do? Acting? I did an independent film on the what? <laughs> IMDb. Is this yeah. something we can look at? You probably could. I don't know. It's, I can't remember the name of it. It's, it's it's something with zombies. It was a long time ago, like oh, a very long we time ago. So was, Damon
0: Burris, IMDb zombies. Oh, what was it? What was it called? Before we do it,
1: because my friend that I did it with, he was like, he's my best friend that I've known for since I was like maybe five or six. Mm-hmm. He was the main, one of the main actors in there. and He kind of got me in there as an extra. And uh, see The zombie camp out it was something with was zombie Zombie camp, zombie out. camp yes. out So yes. they filmed everything They filmed everything And, and um, Is there a YouTube Like Is there a video of this Yeah there's an extra Well you can watch the movie Donut eating friend.
0: grip Go back to <laughs> Go I was, back yeah, to IMDb. I was the grip
1: I was the, the, the uh, Donut eating <laughs> grip
0: <laughs> Put this up on cr- the screen on the craft and services picture.
1: That's what it was <laughs>
0: Is it that you were filming A movie in the movie Well no that were, uh,
1: I wasn't filming anything I was just kind of I was a zombie And then I was also like Part of the craft services so Zombie like, camp out movie trailer So that's it right pull, there Pull this up This is great And Can my, you My friend John Davis
0: Is one of the uh, Can you put this Present this uh, Ben Oh the quality
1: so far. Oh my
0: god Is the picture her. in picture on Yeah Oh, this just looks like a porn film, man. Were you in a porn? <laughs> no, I
2: swear to God, it was
1: not a porn film at all. So that's my friend John Davis right there. So that okay. was him.
0: That was in this. Do, are uh, you in this trailer? Do you know? I don't, I'm don't know. About I might about be. Friendship. If I do, I'll show
1: you. I'll show you. It's so grainy. Oh, it's This was like, what is that, 16, 15 years ago? So it wasn't like the quality we have now. Look
0: at this. <laughs> <It's> so bad. <laughs> and bikinis. Look at this. That girl looks like uh, uh, Tiffany. Uh, what's her name from Save by the Bell? Which one? The girl on the right.
1: Oh, yeah. it's just a
0: bunch of girls in bikinis. Where are the zombies?
1: Oh, they're coming. <laughs> they're coming. right. we re-
0: don't even see zombies.
1: <laughs> it's saying the premise, but then see, but then, but, <laughs> but then, uh, oh, oh, the meteor. Look at the gravity on that. <laughs> space rocks. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. Oh my God. Radioactive beauty rights. I can laugh about that. That was hilarious.
0: That's it. It just makes a little spark.
2: <laughs> wow,
0: what was that? wow, what was that? It's something that should have blown up the whole fucking city. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> just little sparks. Look at his hand. Oh, oh man. Shit.
1: This is so great. Oh, he's coming out of the ground.
0: Yes. Oh, it, it reanimated all the dead people.
2: Yep.
1: We even had squibs on us. Oh, that was me. You missed it. It was like hair on the back of it. What? Go okay. no
0: back. Can we can we find him? Even that guy
1: in the yellow shirt. Like, who was it? Where is it? So coming up right there. That's me right there. Oh, the there my you hand. are. Yeah, I remember that because I was eating even... You became a zombie. <laughs> I was a zombie. Well, I was a zombie from begin with. Oh, oh, man. Oh, my that's great. God. It was freaking hilarious. <laughs>
0: Oh, jeez! All right. That's enough of that.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> I laugh at that because I think it's funny as hell. Like, they had a whole premiere and everything in Dallas about it. It was great. Oh, <laughs> man. That's
0: a good time, man. 2002. Geez. There we go.
1: Yeah. I told you it was a long
0: Dude, time <laughs> ago.
2: It was a long
0: time Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, I joined the military in 2002. Oh, wow. That's well, crazy. That's man. what I was doing when you were And in you military. were being a zombie, <laughs> a zombie in a in a movie.
1: That's so wild, man. Uh, Lake Louisville. <laughs> That's where it
0: was at. Oh, it was filmed there. Mm-hmm. Wow, man. Over there, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Do you uh, do you ever get out of um, out of DFW for the for the po- uh, not podcasting but the um, sportcasting stuff like the pro? What is it called? Program management. What's the field like, that you're in? Uh, uh, traffic. Traffic. Okay. Like, uh. No, nah, there's nothing for us to go out. and It doesn't and make you travel for anything because mm-hmm. they send you all the stuff,
1: right? So we get sent everything, so we can get everything on our computer whenever we see it. We're like, hey, we're missing this. We email the person we need, but hey, we need this copy for this spot, or we're missing this spot
0: for this game. You need to send it to us asap, or we're going to replace it with a promo. What <laughs> what's the uh, what's the bandwidth speeds that you guys are dealing with? Like, because these are big commercials, right? I mean, they're like several gigabytes each, I imagine. And, yeah and, and well they're file not size.
1: they're not sent to us they're sent to our main hub in Atlanta so they let us know that they have that commercial in house and when they do we're like okay cool we could put it on our, on our log I mean okay. it's all it's sitting on the log in our first place so if they're missing the copy they'll email the AE but they copy us so we know what's going on and what's the and AE the account executive okay the salesperson so and if they can't get to their buyer whoever it is and say hey we need this copy delivered to them before our deadlines then we take that spot off and replace it with a promo
0: What's and what's a promo versus a, a paid like advertising promo
1: is just something that could be like advertising like oh, okay, Mavs game is tomorrow or Boys and Girls Club of this just a promo just something non profits yeah non profits just non commercial stuff basically
0: could be not it. anything yeah can non profits subscribe to that sort of thing so hey I'm a nonprofit I got this program I'm doing a bunch of stuff and just throw me in whenever you got an opening. Is that the... Is well, they'll that still be
1: advertising. You still have to pay for it. They still pay for it? Yeah, okay. so you could do something like, a, like an ROS spot, which is a run of schedule, which mm-hmm. is cheaper, which is basically you like you, get, you make a spot. It doesn't have to be like in a live sport game. It could be in any show, but mm-hmm. it, it can run between like 6A to 6P. You just put it in any show that you can between that time. Oh, wow. So it's, that's why it's called an ROS, so run a schedule, so yeah.
0: Wow, so it could run anytime. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's driving home, but it's running, and no one's necessarily sitting there watching. Right. it. Right.
1: So we could place that at six AM show at six fifteen in the morning, and be like, "Your spot ran. It's still there. It may cost you twenty bucks, but it's there. It ran."
0: Oh, really? Yeah, spots will run twenty bucks.
1: Well, I mean, if you like, let's say they have a That's contract. Cheap. Well, if you have a contract, and you're like, okay, I want to do. A hundred thousand, but I want this yeah. many spots per week. And then they got to break it down per week to up to a hundred thousand. Oh, so it okay. comes out to maybe $20 because you may be running maybe 30 or 40 spots a week. Yeah.
2: So yeah.
0: Are there guidelines on what can and can't be run? Like, can I just be like, Hey man, here's my ball sack. And they just <laughs> No, because
1: like... we have, we have stuff on there that for, for was it? Mail enhancement. They can only run yeah. usually after midnight.
0: Oh really? So yeah. Male enhancement can only run after midnight. Most
1: of the time, most of the time they want to run after midnight or if it's is we it can't a, put is it, is in it like a Cialis
0: shows. kind of Viagra thing? <laughs> is that what you're talking about? Right, right, okay. like that.
1: Or it can run maybe earlier but it can't be in like live sports, definitely not high school or college. <laughs> so there's there's stipulations on that. So if we don't yeah. run liquor in any high school stuff at all. Right, right. Or college. Beer Beer you can run in college. You can run beer ads in college. But not so. liquor. But not liquor.
0: Right. Because that matters. I guess they don't want those colleges getting liquor up faster. Dude, they're like, they're, they're going to they handle
1: lick- beer for a little bit, but liquor, ah!
0: <laughs> Dude, I'm a sophomore in college. I'm drinking liquor. Whether you advertise that to me or not. Right. That doesn't right. matter. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's dumb. That's dumb. That's just the way it is. I what else? What's, a, what's another... Um, uh, thing that they don't allow you got mail enhancement uh, liquor i mean right. some shows you can't run
1: gambling spots in or casino spots of course of okay. course that's a definitely high school or college you can't do that mm-hmm. uh, uh i'm thinking of, of stipulations i mean there's not really any stipulations this is like a, a certain show that doesn't want things broadcast within there because their advertising dollars are like competition Could be like a fishing show. We have fishing shows that don't want any like certain other bait stuff to go in there. So they have this long list of stuff that they can't. They can air like that cannot air in that show. So yeah, but we don't really advertise any of that stuff, so we're good.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, how often is a bait commercial coming on? Like, use my my worms. Not really.
1: Oh, I can't (laughs) think of the last time we even had a bait commercial. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I make rope. Yeah. Come, there we go. Look at my rope commercial. <laughs> and then there's like a climbing video that, like, we don't like that rope company. We want a different thing. That's,
1: yeah. yeah. I mean, I can't think of anything else besides just, you may like have an advertiser that bought out something like Jack in the Box usually buys out high school. So you can't run any other fast food in there. You're kidding. For Jack in the Box. Yeah. If we have certain really? advertisers that buy just high school high school shows.
0: So we're dealing with the state football championship for Louisville High School. Mm-hmm. No one can run except Jack in the Box. You mm-hmm. can't have Chick fil A, McDonald's, or anything. Nothing. Wow. Just that. That's it. That's wild, man. Yeah.
1: They bought it out so they get the rights. Well how to it. many
0: this is weird because how many high schoolers do they think is actually watching this football game? Like most high schoolers are gonna be at the game. Right. Or just not even involved. Right. But then you
1: have like maybe some parents that maybe not be able to make it, or grandparents or siblings yeah. or something like that. But I mean, like on Fridays we have a whole Football Friday show that's usually is it four hours? It's either three or four hours. So yeah, it's a long show. So it just tells you all the football games that are going on in high school throughout the state. Jeez. Yeah. So if you, if you have a cousin that's down there in Brownsville playing, we're probably going to be broadcasting or at least or at least giving you an update of what the game's going on. So yeah. I
0: know Brownsville's way but I was going to say, Brownsville is such a southern town. Like you use the most southern place you could think of. Like
1: I just popped in my head. I'm like Brownsville. There we go. Fort Natchez.
0: <laughs> like <laughs> you went with like South Padre.
1: Yeah. Oh, if y'all know where Brownsville is, it's like the tip of. Texas The bottom's like Eight hours away yeah, South it's <laughs> there, Yeah it's a long drive
0: Brownsville man Isn't there a brown There's a bunch of Brownsvilles right There's a Brownsville I was thinking Brownsville Florida Or know, is I'm it Brownsville Texas Brownsville Texas Brownsville no. Texas Is the one yeah. yeah that's what I'm thinking of If you don't If you don't even Like If you don't h- Like football In Brownsville Then there's something Wrong with you Like I guess yeah, so You're not allowed To live there Right or
1: baseball yeah. Cause that's where I went Baseball Yeah, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what, yeah Sports baseball. in general Yeah
0: Yeah yeah it's weird for me. I got a guy uh my barber he's in a solo uh booth mm-hmm. like he rents a not a booth but like a studio
2: okay like his own okay, little yeah.
0: his own little room in a suite like so there's other salon people so there's other people doing nails and waxings and haircuts and all that and it's like a big thing of suites okay and he's got his own front one and he does he's he got this great niche where he makes he does your hair. he's got a bunch of cool stories about all his travels around the world with his wife. And then um, shout out to Nate, the barbering barista. He makes coffee for you at the end. He's got the old school, old timey espresso machine. He's got the oat milk or regular milk and almond milk. He's got the flavorings and he'll make you a latte or a, a mocha or whatever. And so you get a haircut and then he'll make you a nice coffee at the end. Shoot the shit with him for a little bit, then you head out, and uh, so it's like a it's an experience, it's a fun time. Very nice. Um, I don't even remember where I was going with this. (laughs) (laughs) Getting getting haircut. Um, Shit. (laughs) Yeah, no. Where were we? (laughs) We were talking about. I brought up haircut for a reason. The sweets. Oh, here's the thing. So if I go to a regular barber shop, uh I don't know. I don't know what to talk about with these guys. Cause they're like, did you see the game? Did you watch the thing? And it's all this sports stuff. And I'm like, I didn't, man. I don't, cause I I just have other things to do in my life. <laughs> right. Got other stuff going on. Like, but here's the thing: if someone invites me, hey, we're gonna go on Friday night. We're gonna go watch the Rangers play. On mm-hmm. Saturday there's a, a Cowboys game. I'm there all day long. Yeah. I want to see live sports. Right. It's so much fun. The energy in the place. The vibe is amazing. But if you um, but if you tell me like hey, on, on Thursday night, you're going to watch a football game by yourself at your house. I'm like, dude. <laughs>
1: you're not like, for it. No,
0: not at all, man. I'm not there. I'm not going to do it by myself. I want to hang out with you. I want right. to talk to you about the game while we're there. I want to I wanna hang out with Ben. I want to I wanna hang out with the guys. For me, it's a social thing. It's got to be social. If if I'm not with people, there's no reason to do it. So because most of the time I'm not, when I'm with people, I'm not watching sports. Mm. Then if I go to a barber shop and there's a bunch of dudes talking sports, I'm like, Oh man, I'm so sorry guys. I'm just not the guy. I'm not the Brownsville football guy. I just can't. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I'm the sci-fi nerd. I'm the rock climber. I'm the tech guy. I'm the, you know I'm out there doing nature stuff but yeah so (laughs) what do you watch the sci-fi because you said you're a sci-fi nerd sci-fi is anything with star in it star trek star wars star gate whatever yeah all the anything cool like time travel I do I spent a ton of time talking uh, thinking about time travel um Stars. Yes. It looks like he's pulling up star stuff. Yeah. The James Webb. James the, Webb telescope. Dude, the James Webb <laughs> telescope. Are you into this stuff?
1: Uh yeah, I love space. Are you I serious? love dude. Like, Math and science are my best subjects. Pull up and some I
0: love stuff. science. The I difference love it. the difference between the James Webb stuff and the Hubble. Have you seen oh, the comparisons? Uh, yes. Dude. My mind's like blown. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> it'll it'll blow your mind, man. You will look at the difference. Um so he's he's See, pulling up Ben's right pulling there. up something. Is it the Orion Nebula? The, the ring, yeah. This looks like the or the, the Southern the Ring Orion nebula. nebula. Or the ring. Oh, Southern sorry, Southern yeah, Ring. No,
1: yeah, it is when I saw that I was like, whoa.
0: So he's you so can zoom detailed. in on this. Yeah. You look at the Hubble version, which the Hubble one, if you never knew about James Webb, the Hubble one is will blow your mind. But then you look at the James Webb. Right. Look at the quality. It's just like what? This is like S- do you remember in 2003, we would have a digital camera and take pictures of ourselves? Yes. Yeah. It's the grainiest, most pixelated bullshit. Right. And then now I, I can take a picture of the moon and look at like impact craters on it with my phone. Right. <laughs> Crazy. That's, look at this stuff. <laughs> that's
1: how that is. That's just... Oh. And then was it the pillars of whatever it got? Pillars of creation. Yes. Get that. Oh, po- pull man. Pull that one up, That a is a beautiful picture right there. Get, oh.
0: get the pillars of creation, Ben. And even
1: Ju- or is it Jupiter 2 and dude. Saturn? Or is it Saturn? Jupiter, you Saturn. Saturn. Oh, you can see are... the ring. Neptune. Yes, the it, rings. Yes. They pulled up
0: Neptune. I didn't know that Neptune has rings. Yeah. Did you know that? Nope, not until I saw that thing. I didn't know
1: that, yeah. dude. Pillars right there. Dude, pull oh. up that
0: pillars one, the red one. Pull up that. Uh, dude, look at this freaking thing. Yeah, that's that's crazy. This thing it looks like a giant metal dragon. Seriously. Just incredible, man. Or like when you watch that Silver
1: Surfer movie and all that stuff's coming out with the guy.
0: <laughs> Would you say? Look at this. It's like a skull. Click that. Click. Yeah. You can zoom in on that. Oh. It looks like some wicked lion skull or. That's just crazy. What's incredible to me is that is not like a small place in space, no, there are galaxies up in that thing, yeah it's it's incredible, man God. click click it again, yeah, I want to zoom out, look at the whole thing this thing i I don't know what the distance is on this thing, but it's like parsecs and parsecs and parsecs of distance, which is like thousands and thousands and tens of thousands yeah. of light years across. And we're we're so far zoomed out, that's the image that it makes. But somewhere in there, there's a galaxy with a solar system in it. Mm -hmm. And there's a you and me sitting there just looking at the stars, man. Right. That's what's incredible to me. And, um, yeah, so I love that stuff. So for me, Um, sci-fi, that's what sci-fi is to me, man. It's It's the art of the possible. Right. It's like some of this stuff is possible. And let's imagine what that would look like. Oh. And that's, that's sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Okay. we're looking at it. Yeah. We're looking at it. We'd we'll love to be
1: on that, just in a ship, just looking at that, just like, that's that's amazing. Yeah. I just want to see Jupiter. Like, I don't know why I'm fascinated <laughs> with Jupiter. Like, I want to see that planet just up and close and just be like, wow.
0: Do the, yeah, Ben, do the just. JWST Jupiter Um. Uh, this one is recent too. Oh, oh there it yeah. is!
1: Look at this thing. That's just cr- and that's the rings
2: that you see. That's it. See?
0: That's it. Yep. It has these infrared yep. images. Can we zoom? Is there a a click on that? Oh. There we go. Look at that thing.
1: God. Now, how impressed would that be to be in a space shuttle? You're not. I mean, you're not that close. But I mean, you're close yeah. to it. Where you're just like this giant of a planet. You know, it's all gases and everything. Just, that's just that's infrared, man.
0: What, what's amazing is this technology has been adapted from like military applications. So like mm-hmm. in the military like I've done operations where like I'm looking for um, well targets of opportunity, right? And there's like and you can see little white move fragments and, and uh, pieces of people like hidden behind a thing and stuff. And then they take that and they put that on a satellite and they're like, well, let's zoom in and look at that on Jupiter. Right. Look at that on like um, galaxies and stuff like that. But it's like a way more expensive multi-billion dollar sensor. <laughs> and look at this thing. Look at the storm, dude. That thing is normally red. Right. Yeah. And it's just white hot. This is, um. Th- so this is white. Uh, this is white hot. They yeah. have black hot um so there's different okay. infrared you have black hot white hot and there's like a couple others i forget the the names of them you have uh-huh. the predator vision right you know, really pre- that's predator <laughs> that's infrared <laughs> but they had the different ones but that one is white hot and so anything that's hot is white and uh it just makes jupiter look incredible you can see the poles yeah let's see on, p- uh, Neptune and the moon and mm-hmm. all this stuff um yeah are you into sci-fi at all Oh,
1: yes. Yeah. yeah? Oh, we grew up in sci-fi. That's where our mom got us into first, watching Alien and Aliens when we were like six years old.
0: Yeah? <laughs> six, six years, years old?
1: When we were young, watching Aliens, like, this is the greatest movie. We weren't even scared. We were like, this is so awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, I love sci-fi with a passion. Love it, love it, love it. All that stuff, the just like the unknown. You never know.
0: Yeah. It's just Any nightmare, 60 years old, watching Aliens? That's pretty mm-hmm. intense.
1: The only thing that really scared (laughs) us was our our older brother played a trick on us once where it was like, we went upstairs and he had, we were watching Freddy Krueger. So he got a glove and put, uh, what do you call it? Butter knives through there. (laughs) And so he went upstairs. So when you go upstairs, (laughs) when you went upstairs, the thing, like when you first get to the top of the stairs is the hallway. And then the very end of the hallway is the bathroom. So, we, as the lights were off and then we we're like okay we're scared and we cut on the lights and you just see this glow come out and go around the corner like this was like <laughs> oh we were running back stairs. And we're like Jamal we found out it was yes. here we're like really well, we were scared shitless I was like
0: okay that was good that was really that good that was good <laughs> <laughs> dude my um uh my mom was married to a guy uh and i was in high school and um so i had a he had a son about my age uh-huh. actually coincidentally i went to elementary school with this kid Uh-oh. so i knew him from when i was like nine or ten or something yeah and so they ended up getting married and so um shout out to bo what's up bo and uh <coughs> cool guy and uh they came over to the house his friend was there and I was taking a nap, in, in the middle of a Saturday afternoon or someone's I was taking a nap in bed. Yeah. And this, uh, they come over, and his friend had a clown mask, like one of the most hideous clown masks ever. Yeah. And he goes, uh, and he comes. The friend comes upstairs by himself. <laughs> I don't know this guy. <laughs> he comes upstairs wearing the mask, and he shakes me, and I'm, I'm looking and I'm waking, and he looks and he goes, "What's wrong, Paul?" <laughs> And I go, ah! <laughs> I scream. <laughs> Cause all I saw was like a bloody clown mask. And then he starts laughing and leaves. <laughs> and I start laughing. But um and I hear them talking downstairs and Bo goes, What do you say? And he goes, all he said was, Ah. <laughs>
1: What is scream when you get woken up by a person like that? You're yeah. like whoa you know, you get startled or something yeah. like that. <laughs> oh my god, I remind you of it or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ooh. Well it back then was the shit, man. The right. N- Have
1: you seen the new trailer?
0: What new one?
1: There's there's a new trailer of it coming out where it's a uh, number ha- two? No, number three. This is the prequel. It shows how he became it. Ooh. Well, I was told that the other day. I was like, oh my God, it looks so good. I cannot wait to see it. Okay. I
0: could do that one. I could <laughs> do that. You can't do one. the first one. No. Why I can't are you do scared it. of clowns? Because that guy? I shut it up. I can't do it. I can't. Ben's shaking his head. No, <laughs> He's
1: like my daughter my oldest one. She dude, can't do clowns, but she I watched, watched it. the
0: first half hour of this new it. Yeah. The new it. And, bro, he is so good. This guy, I forget the actor's name. I'm saying he can do the face without the makeup. Do you know that? Yeah. Did he tell you the story behind it? No. What's he the... said he used to
1: do that all the time as a kid. <laughs> I think it was said it was to scare his brother or something like that. But that's how he got that face. How he could do it. And I was like, that's crazy. Dude, the
0: face is incredible. It's yeah. tremendous. It's it's the best scary face he can do the face without the makeup, and then they add the makeup, and you're like, holy fuck, dude. This guy will haunt my dreams for. <laughs> the rest of my he'll haunt my grandchildren's <laughs> dreams like look this is it look at this guy's face there it is yes he Bill can do Scargard. the face. that's right right there that look at he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's doing the face without the makeup no they've got one where he's really cranking it up can you hit the images uh link they got one there's one <laughs> that one's pretty good I mean, There's one it, where he really cranks it on in like one of the interviews or something. oh man, they don't even need c g i on this guy no. he's just got the facial structure like the cheek density that one uh that's it oh, that's the one man, he does pull it that one up so good maximize that. What's his name again Bill, Dude. Bill garden <laughs> look at the lip the bottom lip man. So imagine that face Look at you
1: across Like we were eating dinner Or something And be like Oh I'm out Check Check Hey
0: yeah, Look at his face You know what he's saying He's like Hey you know what I was thinking Later honey We could uh, go back And I could uh, Do do some things With I know. you later <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, dude. Yeah, he can't do that face to his girlfriend or wife or something. I don't know. No, if he's married. right? Yeah, I don't dude. know if he's married or not either. Dude, so there's a third one. There's a third one. Okay, but I don't think it comes out till 2024. And it's a prequel. It's a
1: prequel. I got showing how he became Pennywise. Oh, that I could do that.
0: Yeah, I could do that. You know what? It would help because I watched this new one by myself, uh. and I was like, nope, I, I'm done. Like I can't. He pulled the kid in. He ate the kid's arm. The bread balloon in the sewer thing. He yeah. hit the kid's arm, and I was like, <gasps> Oh, nope. Not, the, not by myself. <laughs> it was the same thing in the original. I know, not by myself. But of course, it wasn't as I'm graphic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this new one was way intense, man. They really did a good job. Oh, they did a great job. Enough that. so that I couldn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Enough it's so I couldn't good. even watch it. Yeah. What is it? I, I'm sure. sorry. <laughs>
1: Ben's yeah, yeah, scary.
2: he can't watch it.
0: <laughs> what's What's the latest uh, movie that's like a big deal for you?
1: That was scary. No, don't just, just in
0: general like an awesome movie because I know you're a big movie buff. Let's yeah, I see. am.
1: Uh, let's see the last one that was really good. Barbarian was good. Yeah, who like was in that, that one? It has. Oh, I don't know the names because I don't think it was any big time actors in that one okay but it's a real like a lot of people have been talking about it it's a scary movie yeah but i'm not gonna say anything because it's too easy it's to a give horror the, movie it's, yeah it's a horror movie it's too easy to give the the, uh, the, yeah, the storyline away
0: are you are you uh your big horror movie fan oh easily yeah horror scary yeah.
1: yes all that stuff and i got my older daughter into it because she loves horror movies like she her favorite series is the conjuring She loves Conjuring series. She loves it.
0: Your daughter is 19? Yeah, the 19-year-old. Yeah, She
1: loves watching scary movies.
0: You know what's weird? Uh, My daughter. My daughter's 13. She loves scary stuff. And I'm like, where did you get this from? Like, your mom and I don't really (laughs) subscribe to this sort of thing. She's really into scary stuff. She wants to be scared. She wants to watch all Mm -hmm. this weird stuff. And I'm like, you're only 13. I, I can't do that with you like I I, I can't you're my little sweet little baby girl I don't want to do that so how how old was your daughter when she got in the horror stuff
1: oh she was young yeah she was really young I can't remember the first scary movie we watched together and I'm trying to remember I couldn't let my son watch it because he would get too scared and then run and sleep with me in the (laughs) room which I'm like it's fine I understand dude you can't watch it with us yeah but Oh, what was it? It was with her friend and they wanted to watch some weird, scary movie. I can't remember what it was, but I watched that. But her friend is hilarious because she jumps at every little thing. It doesn't even have to be scary. She jumps. And then she buries her head in my daughter's lap. Like, I don't want to see this. I'm like, Well, why do you want to watch it, Lainey? I just want to watch it. Okay, whatever. You can do it that way. But no, she's seen like I said, the Conjuring, Insidious, uh those oh, what's the other series of ones? It's like this. It's all this it's a whole bunch of horror movies that we'd love to watch. And yeah. she's and now she's all like that wasn't scary. I'm like, really, Michaela? No. So wow. That wasn't scary.
0: Whatever. You mean something scary? I'm like,
1: okay. <laughs> but it She scared of clown So it took her a while To watch that one
0: Has she watched Killer Clowns from Outer Space No idea. She dude. probably laughed at
1: that though I love that movie But it's just my well, laughed at it yeah.
0: At this point It'd just be funny <laughs> yeah. But that's a That's a real movie man that's, It is That scared the shit out of me As a kid <laughs> <The> Popcorn <laughs> Oh my god dude <laughs> The cotton candy And everything You get caught up In a cotton candy web Like who thought oh. of that Someone was on some Bad drugs at that, To come up with that script Right
1: so. <laughs> I mean, it's a cult classic. Huh?
0: What? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I know. No worries, yeah, we're at, the, we're at the, it's a school night, so. Yeah, it is.
1: <laughs> I, I was like, well, well, my son just has a log in, in the morning, so.
0: <laughs> I know, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, man, this was fun. That's I'm glad great, we did this. Man. I know. Really? I'm glad you invited me. This is yeah, awesome. I, I Glad, it, glad to have you. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's do it again sometime, man. Definitely. This is definitely.
1: Good. I'd love to have a. Big round. Dude, I wanted the yeah, so I've got here.
0: the four microphone stands. Yeah. I want I need I just need two more microphones and the uh bigger. the I need to get the bigger adapter thing. Yeah. 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 And then we can do uh we can do four dudes Dude. sitting around drinking, smoking cigars. That would be great. That would be great. <laughs> that would be a time, right? Let's do it, brother.
1: Yeah, definitely. Invite me anytime, I'm always I'll be here. I always anytime. I'll don't mind that. By traffic. I'll I'll stay in the traffic to get over here, man. i am like I'll be late, but I'm there. I'm coming. I'm coming, you know?
0: Yeah, we'll <laughs> yeah. we'll do it at a time when it's better. Like yeah, on a on a on a weeknight at yeah. six o'clock is <laughs> tough. It's everyone's <laughs> racing and stuff like that. So yeah. I work from home, so luckily I, I don't have to deal with that, but um yeah, we'll set a better time. Yeah. We'll no worries. So. I still enjoy this time. i am still here. So yeah, really great. Fun, I enjoyed it, man. All Thank right. Thank
1: you. Thank you so much. All right. <laughs> See you man. All right, man. <laughs> <laughs> Bye <laughs>